Good evening, United Red Storm football fans, friends, and family. Welcome to the Prairie Communication Sports Network, home of the United Red Storm football. Thanks for joining myself, Casey Grant, along with my co-host and dad, Ron Grant, in the Fitzroy's Furniture Broadcast booth here in Kiwana, Illinois, for the opening night of IHSA football here in the state of Illinois. The This is the Kellogg Printing Company pregame show. Kellogg Printing Company has been on the public square in Monmouth, Illinois since 1924. Kellogg Printing is a full-service commercial printer serving local and nationwide clients. We are getting ready to set, uh, getting set tonight to kick off the IHSA football season with week one here in Kiwani with a red storm. We'll face off with the Anawan Weathersfield Titans to kick off this fall of 2021 season. I can't just say this year because we had a spring of 2021 season. So we got to say this fall, 2021 season. The Red Storm's opponents tonight are a combination of Anawan High School and Kiwani Weathersfield High School. And as a 2002 graduate of Warren High School, I've got some strong memories of facing both these teams, but especially the old Weathersfield Flying Geese on senior night and in the uh, semifinals of the playoffs my senior year. All the schools involved tonight have some rich football history, and we're hoping to add to a great game to that story past tonight. Tonight's game is brought to you by the Warren County United Way. Warren County United Way provides Warren County communities with the 211, a free and confidential service that helps residents find the resources they need 24 hours a day, seven days a week, in every language spoken. Let's get to know our teams tonight a little bit. The Titans of Anawan Weathersfield are coming off a successful spring schedule where they finished 5-1 and one and on top of the Lincoln Trail Conference, giving them the conference title now three years in a row. The Titans come into the season with new head coach Tony Grip and hopes to continue a winning tradition here at A&W. Despite being a new head coach to this program, Grip comes in with lots of experience going all the way back to quarterbacking an Anawan Weathersfield team into the corner finals back in 2012. And he spent three years as an assistant coach at Bureau Valley before returning home for this past spring season as a freshman coach for the Titans. The Titans are returning some key players from the last championship season and I'm sure are looking to build upon them to continue their success. This will be the first time in four years the Titans will be quarterbacked by someone not named Colton Quagliano, who graduated this past spring and is playing baseball now at Illinois Central College in Peoria. Right now, we are going to take a quick break, and we are going to come back with Sean Temple's pregame interview with Coach Milroy. We'll see you right back here on United World Storm Football, WRM 1330, 94.1 FM. Welcome back to the Kellogg Printing Pre-Game Show. It's time for our Cameron Grain Pre-Game Coaches Interview. Cameron Grain is a family-owned and operated business providing grain storage, fertilizer application, and anhydrous services. Joining me on the pre-game show, and will be joining me all season long, I've got United Red Storm head coach David Milroy. Coach, how are we doing? Good, how are you? Good. Seems like it was just yesterday we were talking football back in the spring. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago, was it? <laughs> no, and, and uh, that's kind of where we'll start. I mean, I mean, coming off of, coming off the spring season, I mean, football's still kind of fresh in the kids' minds. It's kind of a nice turnaround because a lot of the things that we implemented, you know, were are still pretty fresh. Usually, they the recall's not bad, but <laughs> you it got was two whole sports yeah, seasons usually yeah. between time. It's a little bit a uh, little bit crisper. So uh, it did change your your summer a little bit because uh, baseball played a little bit longer which means basketball started a little bit later. <laughs> so um, because the you know 
we share a ton of kids out at United. Um, we all kind of did a nice job of just, hey, we're, I'm taking this time, I'm taking this time, I'm taking this time. And we didn't even do any football-related activities the last two weeks of July, and then we just basically had a two-week camp going into um, the season. So it was kind of nice. Uh, so when by the time we got there, they hadn't – Touched the football, so they were they were ready to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So. It kind of keeps it keeps it fresh a little bit. You yeah. Know? Zero five last season, but I'll tell you what, I would I would I would be willing to put your zero five team up against a lot of zero five teams around the state. What a tough schedule that they threw at you there. Basically, the five toughest teams in the LTC <laughs> last year. You got yeah. you got to play them. Yeah, and you know what we we had a lot of good quarters. You know, unfortunately, yeah. we 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 did not have four in a row. And that's that's what hurt us. Put up some numbers. I mean, we averaged just under 300 yards a game. Fun team so to we watch. Were, yeah, we moved the ball. We just we did not tackle well. Um, we made some adjustments in the off season to to um, try to help that kind of. Um, our, our clientele changed a little bit too. To be sure, honest with sure. you, I mean, you know, you graduate a group and then your next group coming up, it's that's not the same kids. So. Uh, we'll give a little bit different looks at times. Uh, you'll see we'll have a little more skill kids on the field than than we have in the past, but our skill kid numbers are higher than our lineman numbers. So um, I, I say by necessity, but it's also um, by by your best eleven. You know, thus far now that can always change. Sure. You know, obviously week to week, but um, to get our our best eleven tacklers on the field right now. Um, you'll see a few more skill kids, and they'll be bumped around. Luckily, we have the uh, luxury of having Cormac Flynn, who could, probably could be uh, <laughs> the best you need him nose to be. <laughs> or tackle or end or linebacker <laughs> safety. You know what I mean? He's, yeah, just, he's sure. just an athletic sure. kid. Aiden Parkins, uh, I'd, I would put his athletic IQ and heart up against anybody in the, the state, uh, any level. I mean that. People are lucky this kid is not like, six foot and 195 pounds do some damage yeah <laughs> and he for what you know and he, he has grown into his body and, and he's worked his tail off to look like he does kid just knows the game wants to do well wants the people around him to do well he's a great kid to have he is a great kid to have uh great numbers we talked off there um and i told you that i've talked to a lot of football coaches around here in the last couple of weeks numbers are up pretty much across the board especially in that freshman class, which which I was worried. You know, I was worried about the football numbers before COVID hit, and then COVID hit, and I was like, man, I hope, had my fingers crossed, I hope football bounces back here. It looks like it certainly has. Yeah, you know, I talked to some people about this incoming freshman class, and they said, yeah, I bet you can get two two or three out of this group. <laughs> two or three. So, um, you know, the best thing uh, that, that I feel like we got going on is is it stems from the weight room. Um, to be honest with you, last year was was messed up with everything. Mm-hmm. But I always feel like I've, I've stole a few kids to play football because of morning weight room. It's awesome. We get the eighth graders over there in the mornings before school oh, in the spring. Nice. Uh, like Jake McAwee, you're going to hear his name a lot this year. Uh, wasn't going to play, wasn't going to play. Um, <clears throat> got in the weight room, uh, you know, build a little relationship. And another kid that just works hard. Um and he's going to be a nice player for us as a sophomore. He started as a freshman. So, you know, I, I always feel like the key is if you can get those young kids in the weight room, build that little bit of a relationship, kind of see, hey, this is this is what it is. You're you're all right, you know. You, you're not very big right now, but you, you will grow and you will get stronger if you work. 
Um, and I think that's helped contribute to our numbers is the the weight room. Yeah, the uh, and you, I mean, all football coaches make a concerted effort, but you you really really made a concerted effort what two three four years ago to really beef that that weight program up. Yeah, I'd say probably four years ago, and man, we finally I felt like we had dialed in. We're lifting year round, and we got it set up so all the coaches are contributing. And then you get COVID last year, and it's like oh my <laughs> Thanks, goodness. Thanks, COVID. <laughs> then you can be in the weight room sometimes, and then sometimes you can't. Right. And, right. Um, and the, the good the the best thing is when the when they're all lifting together, just pumping each other up. Yeah, and it was hard to do. Couldn't do it during COVID. No, and you know what? And it, it was awesome because. Um, you know, dead week we obviously had no no lift or anything, but I you know I can't run a, a a weight session during the first week of camp because of the practice rules. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. Um, but you know, the weight room can be open and they can go on their own if they'd like. And we told them that you know it was kind of nice with uh, Coach Sharp not coaching football this year. I understand what I'm saying here. It's not nice. He's not coaching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, yeah, you know, right. he could unlock the door and be there, and and it was no big deal because it was open to any athlete. And you know, we got twenty some kids showing up to lift on their own. Wow, not that's required, great. not coach driven. Just want to get in there and and do their part. So uh, that makes you feel good that that kids want to do that on their own. So that's always a nice thing as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing I'm seeing a, a pretty good a pretty good gleam in your eye. I mean, I think I think you think you got something going on out there maybe this season. I feel good. We we got to stay healthy. I mean, uh, we're we're thin on numbers at the varsity a little bit, and by by thin I mean experience. You know, you don't um, you you never want to throw a sophomore freshman in who isn't ready. That's the, right. That's very counterproductive. So um, <clears throat> we just got to stay healthy. But I I like our core group of kids that are. They work hard. Uh, you know, it's been hot the last two nights, and not, yeah. not once has one kid said, hey, hey, coach, it's pretty hot. I think we can pop our helmets here. They know if they work it, it's coming, and and it's pretty nice. They got a great group of juniors and seniors to show them what to do. They walk the walk. You know, we just got to we gotta finish now. You got uh, Antoine Weathersfield for, for week one. First time in four years, and you said it seemed like eight years. You haven't had the uh, game plan against a young man named Colton Quagliano. He's moved on to play baseball at the collegiate level. Yeah, um, it's a whole it's a whole different way of preparation, right? New coaching staff over there, everything. Yeah, you get a little bit of everything. New clientele, new coaches. <laughs> For all we know, they might come out and run the wishbone. Yeah, right? who knows? No, um, <laughs> I expect them to be multiple. Um, their head coach was also the. Um, offensive coordinator at uh, Bureau Valley three three years ago. So uh, one of the coaches they lost last year, Joe Schmidt, the defensive coordinator, who I, I think is a, a tremendous coach, uh, moved up to the Oswego area. I think his wife got a new job up there. And when Joe was the head coach at Bureau Valley, yeah. Tony was his um, okay. Okay. offensive okay. coordinator. So I know him personally pretty well and a couple of his assistants. So it, it, I'm looking forward to it, you know. Uh, there's been some uh, friendly smack talk back and forth you know, about the past month. But uh, like I said, I feel great about our, our kids, and I'm excited. I'm They're ready to go against someone else. And Coach Karen said that yesterday. I said, we all right? And he said, I think they're just tired of hitting each other. <laughs> so um, we, we've had some pretty nice practices. And I said, we get in the right formations, we go to the right spots. It's going to be now being able to do that against somebody in a different color. Yeah. What's maybe a, something you think you guys are going to do really well this year? Uh, you know what? If we stay healthy, I, I feel good about uh, moving the ball. We're going to run it more than we ever have. That, that's, that's my feeling right now. That's a pretty good right couple now. running backs you got yeah, back there. Yeah, I, I like what we can do. And um, 
I think it's going to make our passing game easier when we go to it. It's going to oh, sure. be one of those things that when we go to it, it's like, man, that was wide open. Well, yeah, it's because they've been, you know. <laughs> yeah, this, this, because we've established uh, something yeah. else. So I, we do have that mentality. So I, I film practice every day. And put it up there, and they get they get notes. That's quite the ordeal. So I sit there at I'll home. Bet. I sit at home on the iPad, wow. and I just talk. And my wife sits there on her laptop and types my notes. And I always tell her, make sure you know you you get the right version on. She's surely on the payroll, right? <laughs> oh yeah, she's got to be there. <laughs> but yeah, I, I want to establish the run here, and uh, I, I something I feel like we can do. Our double teams have been uh, great. We got to stay healthy, and we we got to be hundred mile an hour all the time. After the snap, right. after the snap. So right. there's times we'll slow it down to catch our breath a little bit, just because our, our depth. A little, but uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about this group and what they can do. So. Sounds good. I think it's going to be a fun season, Coach. And it starts uh, starts against Anawan Weathersfield. Uh, good luck. Sounds good. Thank you, Sean. Thanks to United Head Coach David Milroy for joining us on our Cameron Grain pregame coaches interview. Cameron Grain is a family-owned and operated business providing grain storage, fertilizer application, and anhydrous services. We'll be back here on the pregame show, your Kellogg printing pregame show, as Casey and Ron will have more of the pregame show, have the starting lineups, and the kickoff here on AM 1330, FM 94.1, WREM, and online at RadioMammoth.com. It's United Red Storm Football. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Prairie Sports Communication Network, uh, Vic Roy's furniture broadcasting booth with myself, Casey Grant, and Ron Grant. We're here tonight with the United Red Storm as they are in uh, Kiwani facing the Anawan Weathersfield Titans tonight. Uh, you just heard our coach's interview with Coach Milroy. That interview was brought to you by Cameron Grain, a family-owned and operated business providing grain storage, fertilizer application, and anhydrous services. Right before we went to that interview, we were talking a little bit about Anawan Weathersfield and their new head coach, Tony Grip, and how this year they lost 14 seniors from last year, but Grip is excited about uh, three returning uh, starting offensive lineman, along with a couple other guys that that can make some some dents on the offensive and defensive side, in uh, Darius Dickerson and Cole Troxel. Um, and last year, the Titans, when they played the Red Storm, they topped them in a 56 to 44 scoring battle. Where I believe, if I remember right, Dad, the United mounted a valiant comeback actually, um, but couldn't just get enough to keep up with Anawan's uh, offensive power, specifically with Colton Quagliano. Right, just as they got going, and then they'd make a little mistake, and then uh, A.W. gets the ball back. And but they put the 44 points up on the board, which may have been the most they put up last year. Uh, so I'm sure they'll be looking for some of that offense tonight. The Red Storm are coached by David Milroy, who is in his fifth season with the Red Storm. Uh, with only three wins in his career, he's, he's excited to get the ship turned around and kick off this year. I know in listening to his pregame interview, uh, as he was talking with Sean Temple there, he's pretty excited about this year's class and the quick turnaround and, and the recall that they have from playing last year and that there's a bunch of kids that were lifting weights and uh, seem to really be into it in the off season. And so he's pretty excited about this season, and I think the players and the fans are as well. So we're excited to see what happens there. Uh, United will have to work this year to compensate for the loss of a few seniors and players from last year, but most notably, of course, would be their quarterback, Declan Flynn, who graduated. But this year, junior... Uh, A.J. Jinks looks to take over those reins at the quarterback spot and build on a strong passing attack that they have been building in this program over the last few years. They'll also be looking to fill some gaps uh, left at the wide receiver spot by graduated senior J- Jackson Bergeron and current senior Nolan Leffler, who decided to uh, play golf this year. 
And uh, they'll be looking to Colin Jenks, Abel Wilson, and Caden Murray to help fill those receiving spots this season. On the flip side of this, the Red Storm returned their two lead running backs from this last year uh, in the seniors, Cormac Flynn and Aiden Parkins, who both come back as experienced veterans and leaders on this roster. We'll also get to see a couple sophomores get the start tonight and a chance to earn their permanent spots as Carter Rosine takes the field as a starting right tackle and Jacob McElwee steps in at linebacker are both uh, sophomores this year. Uh, I just took a note, I counted up, of the 22 starting positions tonight on offense and defense for United, uh, they'll be starting 10 seniors, 10 juniors, and two sophomores. So there's a lot, of, a lot of older kids out there and then a couple younger kids too. And So hopefully we'll see that, that leadership and experience play into the game tonight and then all of this year, of course. I'm sure they'll be looking to jump off to a quick offensive start. Um, that was one thing they always talked about last season, back in the spring, and they'll be looking for that today as well. Um, as we hit the pregame here, if you can hear the music in the background, that's Alan Weathersfield. The players are running on the field right now and uh, gathering at the center as we get ready to start the game tonight. Uh, some other games around the, the conference tonight, Knoxville has the Princeville, Stark County will be at Ridgewood. Abbott and Avon heads to Rova Williamsfield tomorrow morning for a Saturday morning matchup. Mercer County uh, has got a non-conference game tonight against uh, Farmington at Farmington. Also, just a side note, Monmouth Roseville is also in Kiwani tonight at the Kiwani Boilermakers uh, field as they take them off to kick off this season. We are about 40 seconds away from our opening kickoff. Our national anthem tonight that was played here at the field was brought to you by Stanton Insurance, your local all-state agency. Stanton Insurance in Monmouth since 1919. And uh, I think, Dan, what we'll do is I want to get a couple keys of the game from you. Uh, maybe if you want to do a, a, a defensive key to the game, or sorry, offensive key to the game real quick since uh, United is going to receive this opening kickoff, then we'll get your defensive one after the kickoff. How about that? Well, I'll tell you what. I think uh, we're going to keep it simple. Ball control and finish drives. Simple as that. Keep the ball away from Anawan Weathersfield's offense, and we should be okay. Yeah. United is lined up here to receive the kickoff tonight. Our deep players back to receive. We've got number nine. Forgive us this year as we get going on the numbers. Cormac Flynn is back to receive with the deep man along with, uh, I believe that's Aiden Parkins, yes, and Abel Wilson are the next row up there as they set to receive this kickoff from the Titans. Number 59 for the Titans, which is Matthew Sentney. He's one of their returners, uh, second-team all-conference defensive lineman, actually, from last year, is set to kick off from the right hash. He's going from our left to the right, and here is the opening kickoff. He kicks it fairly deep, but to the right sideline. And Cormac Quinn's able to pick it up on the roll. He starts right, cuts back left, makes a couple people miss. He's got a uh, on the side. He's going down the left. He's got the 50, the 40, the 30, the 20, the 10. He's going to make it all the way to the end zone first. That's a touchdown. We'll look back over the field. I see no yellow flags and the red storm. I believe there, oh, no, there is a yellow flag back here, all the way back at United's 25-yard line. And I'm guessing it's going to be a block in the back because that is typically what that is. The officials are coming back this way. That's unfortunate. And, boy, a big return. I didn't necessarily see that block in the back, but I wasn't looking for it either. But 
Uh, that was a huge return, man. That would have been quite the start to the season uh, if it had stayed. But instead, United's going to take over here for first down. Uh, just so you know, all, all kickoffs tonight are sponsored by Mammoth Farm and Home Realty. If you're ready to buy or sell your home, call Mammoth Farm and Home Realty at 734-6600. Check them out online at mammothfarmandhomerealty.com. Looks like it's going to be United's ball on their own 15-yard line. Boy, that's a huge, huge break. That's a hit. I mean, from what could have been a, a pretty big boost in energy to start a game with running the kickoff back for a touchdown, now to start in first and 10 from your own 15. That's a blow. That's a blow to the old confidence there. Uh, so United's getting set. First game of the year, everybody's a little slow here, getting the ball getting the ball switched, getting the chain gang down to where they're supposed to be. The United's coming out, no huddle here to start with. They're coming right out on the field. A.J. Jenks, again, is the number five, is set to take the snap here. He's got Aiden Parkins to his right and Cormac Flynn to his left. They all check their wristbands here for the play. We've got 32, Caden Murray split left, and I believe Abel Wilson is off to the right. Shotgun snap, handoff to Cormac Flynn is going to the right side, and he makes one person miss, but is cut down by number 23 from the Titans, Cole Troxel, who took out his leg. Uh, it looked like he was behind the line of scrimmage, but they're going to go no gain on that, so they're going to have second and 10 again from their own 15. Yeah, that handoff looked a little sloppy there for the first time, so hopefully they'll clean that up. Yeah, it was a little slow. It's one of those you wonder if they if it was communicated well or if he was just trying to find a hole. It seemed like he didn't really just pop forward. Same setup here, but they added a wing, and they pitch it to Cormac, who trips, and the refs are going to call him down as he tripped. So he was lined up to the left. They quit pitch it out to him, and he kind of had to bobble it and put his hand down, and they called him down. So that's going to be a loss of four, uh, five yards there. I think you can put your hand down. I think his knee might have His knee must have hit. So now it's going to be third and uh, third and 15 from their own 10-yard line here here in the first quarter with 10 minutes and 40 seconds left. Again, if you're just joining us, United actually ran the opening kickoff back for a touchdown, but then it was called back for a block in the back, and they took over first and 10 from their own 15. Now they are third and 15 from their own 10. And we've got Caden Murray again out to the left. I believe Abel Wilson out to the right. We've got uh, Aiden Parkins and Cormac Flynn are flanking A.J. Jinks, the quarterback. He's going to take a shotgun snap here. Glare on the window. He's going to, A.J.'s going to roll out to his right. He's looking to pass. He's looking deep. Throws it deep. It throws it too deep. His intended target there looks like was number 21, Colin Jinks, actually. I'm sorry I said that was Abel Wilson out there. That was Colin Jinks. And he just overthrew him there. So on the first possession from the line of scrimmage, United is going to go three and out with a loss of five yards here. So the total offense so far is negative five. Fourth down and 15 from their own 10-yard line. And Cormac Flynn is back to punt. For the Titans, number 20, Ashton Potter is back to receive the punt. A high kick. It's fallen short. Super high. The kick only dropped about 15 yards. Bounce forward another 10. And everybody's just going to let it sit as it rolls to a stop at about United's 35-yard line. 
36-yard line. Pretty good bounce, actually, but good bounce. So that came out to be, I mean, not from the line of scrimmage, but from where he actually kicked it, what, about a 25-yard punt? Yeah. So the Titans going to take over first and 10 from the United 36-yard line, and we're going to get to see what United's defense can do against Elon Weathersfield offense here. This is their first year, even we mentioned in the pregame, without, in four years without Colton Quagliano as the quarterback. Tonight, Dylan Ory is back taking the snap. Shotgun. Oh, and they got United to jump off sides there on a hard count. A couple guys jumped. A little anxious on defense. I don't, you hate to see a, a penalty on the first play from the defensive line of scrimmage. At the same time, I think if you're a defensive coach jumping like that, at least you know they're anxious to go. Like Field, field position is going to be critical here, and I, I know that he's uh, he was anticipating the count, and he just got a little bit ahead of it. Yeah, so here we go. Illinois, first and five. Takes a handoff underneath to number 23 and then gives it to the fullback, the tailback. I mean, number two, Darius Dickerson up the middle, who was met pretty quickly at the line of scrimmage by maybe even at 54. Matt Holmes. 66. 66. Matt Holmes got him to knock him down there for no gain. So after a five-yard penalty on the first play, uh, I guess he got one yard out of that. He got one yard out of that, so they're going to be a second and four from United's 30-yard line. United set up in a, uh, looks like a three-man front defense here. With three defensive line and one nose guard and two defensive ends to provide the pressure. Anwan uh, Lowesfield, they got four guys split out in the tailback, and he's just going to hand it to Darius Dickerson again up the middle of the tailback, who was stopped after about another yard gain here and wrapped up by a couple different. Colin Jenks, 21, I think, was the first one to get in. Aiden Parkins looked like he was in on that, too. So a couple good defensive stops there for uh, United after giving up some yards on a penalty. They've only given up two yards of offense in two actual plays. So now, Anwan Lowesfield's going to be a third and four. From uh, the 34, I'm sorry, the 29-yard line. Third and four from the 29-yard line. Again, we've got Dylan Ory as the quarterback for the Titans. He's in shotgun. They've got two receivers on the left and one receiver on the right as the wing motions, and they hand it out to number two up in the middle, Darius Dickerson, again, who has a big hole and makes two, three, three United players miss tackles. And is in the end zone for a touchdown for the Anwan Weathersfield Titans. So after stopping two of his runs up the middle, Dickerson is able to find a pretty big hole on the right side there uh, and then make two different United Red Storm players miss tackles and is able to get into the end zone. Now, Cormac Flynn popped the ball out, but he was already in the end zone at that point. Yeah, we didn't get a chance to talk about defensive keys to the game, but one of the things Coach Milroy talked about was their poor tackling last year, and there was three missed tackles yeah, right that, there. That wasn't good. Anwan Weathersfield, no kicker apparently, so they're going to set up again for a, and go for two here. So Dylan Ward takes a snap. He hands it off to Darius Dickerson again, up the middle towards the left, and this time he's wrapped up by a host of United Red Storm and a stop short. So after a few plays there and a penalty, Anwan Weathersfield's able to get on the board first. Uh, Anwan Weathersfield is up 6-0 to zero over the United Red Storm with 8 minutes and 18 seconds left. But we're going to take a quick break here as we change possession here. You listen to United Red Storm football on WRM 1330-94.1 FM. Welcome back to United Red Storm football here in Kiwani, where the uh, Anwan Weathersfield Titans just scored the first touchdown of the year. 
Uh, all touchdowns tonight are sponsored by Robert Thompson Trucking for all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs. Call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697. Just a reminder, the um, the uh, uh, keys to the game that Dan was talking about, those are sponsored by Midwest Bank, your locally owned community bank, investing in you, member FDIC. And our referees tonight, your eyes on the game, they're tonight uh, brought to you by Kehoe Eye Care in Monmouth and Galesburg. Make sure you've seen every play. Get your eyes examined regularly with Kehoe Eye Care. The Titans are set up. They're going up to kick off here, and he just does that little pooch kick right to the right side to number 22 for United. Jacob McElwee is able to catch it clean and goes forward about five yards and just drops down the smart play there. You don't want to uh, get a fumble after that one that just got returned all the way. They were afraid to kick it deep to Cormick again. Right. This is a good field position. We're on 42-yard line, but that's certainly much better than the 15. So now let's just hopefully they can get some offense going and keep it going. Yeah, now we got to find some holes on offense and get this thing going. Our starting lineups today, by the way, we mentioned a lot of our starters here. That's sponsored by uh, courtesy of your mom's area. McDonald's. So here we go. Uh, United second possession of the game here. They are first and 10 from their own, what you say, 42-yard line. And we've got A.J. Jinks again at the quarterback, flanked by Parkins and Cormick. He hands it off to Parkins this time. He tries to find a hold behind Cormick Flynn up the middle to the left and is uh, just gobbled up there pretty quickly. Uh, and no gain? No gain. Give him no gain on that. So no gain on the first play from the line of scrimmage. You know, I, I hesitate to say this a little bit because I don't know the point of their offense, but my experience in running games a lot of times, unless you're playing one of those where you're looking for a hole, is that we got to hit the hole a lot harder, and it feels like there's we're, hesitation. We're, we're doing a lot of dancing in the backfield instead of just hitting a hole hard. Right. Uh, and so it could be that there is no hole. That's also very possible. Uh, so here we go. Second and ten. I actually gave him a game. About a half a yard on that. But we'll call it second and ten. There's a little pitch out to the right to Cormick, who catches it clean this time, but his tackle. I mean, there are two Titans there to tackle him right off the bat. 56 and 59, maybe. Tucker Forrest and Matthew Sidney. Those are two of the returning seniors, leaders leading out there and making a tackle. That was a loss of about two yards for Cormick. So that was a little quick pitch to the right. Cormick had to reach behind him to catch it a little bit. It did. It looks like the United's offense is just very hesitant today. They're not. They're not sharp. They're not clicking. They're just. They just need to get things ironed out. And yeah. They'll be fine. So third and twelve here. Two split to the left. Cormick's dropping back. He's looking straight past. He's got a receiver open. If he hit him, he's wide open. He catches it. That's number thirty. He oh, and he's tripped up at the five yard line. Nice pass by AJ Jinks to number thirty, which is Abel Wilson. Uh, Abel did a little stutter step about 10 yards from the line of scrimmage and then just burnt past his only defender. He was man-to-man there, burning him, and A.J. did a nice job just lobbing it up right into him. He caught it basically in stride. Yeah, it was and right the, on the money. The defender was able to just basically dive and knock out his foot and knock him over about the, I guess it was the 10-yard line. No, the 5. Yeah, where they at? 8-yard line. 8-yard line. So a big, big pass play there. It's a good pass by A.J., nice and quick, good protection there for the few seconds that he needed to get that pass off. And now uh, United's looking at a first and goal from the eight-yard line. They've got number 32, Caden Murray, split out to the left. They're going to hand him off the corner. He's going to bust to the outside. He's going to get into the end zone easily there around the right end for a touchdown for the United Red Storm. So the first touchdown of the season, of the 2021 season for the United Red Storm, is a handoff. 
from A.J. Jinks to Cormac Flynn around the right side into the end zone for an eight-yard touchdown run. That was uh, that play was blocked better. The defensive line was not through, and he was able to make that cut to the outside. Yep, yep, he was able to make that that quick cut to the outside. And United is not going to kick either. They are setting up to go for two. I'm checking their wristbands. He's got uh, Parkins to his left and Flynn to his right. Abel Wilson's in a wing on the right. And he's going to fake a handoff and do a quick pass out to Abel Wilson, who breaks a couple tackles and gets in, but we've got a flag back there, which I'm guessing, based on where it is, is going to be a holding. Good job there by Abel to, yeah, holding on United. Good job there by Abel to avoid a couple tackles. I mean, he yeah. caught that and had a little traffic and was able to dodge a couple and get to the end zone, but it's coming back to the holding. Somebody had him by the ankle and he was able to break free from that. So, unfortunately, that doesn't count. Fortunately, they're going to get another shot at it. I would uh, I would look for a pass here myself. They haven't, I mean, they scored on the run, I guess, but other than that one run, it seemed like it's been shut down. But this is a long... A long two-point conversion here. <laughs> They're going to be trying their two-point conversion from the 15-yard line now. So United's got another shot here to try and take a lead. It's right now tied 6-6 six to six off the Cormac Flynn's touchdown run. They're now going to go for two after getting a holding penalty on the first attempt. It would have been good. They're going to go again here. We've got uh, Abel Wilson. And Colin Jinks, I think, yeah, split out to the right. Cormac Flynn is in a slot on the left, and Cade Murray's in the out, and Aiden Parkins is in the backfield with A.J. Jinks, who bobbles the snap and has to just dive on it. So the two-point attempt is no good after he bobbles the snap there. I mean, all touchdowns tonight, including that one by Cormac Flynn, a sponsor by Robert Thompson Trucking. For all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs, call Robert Thompson Trucking. 768-2697. We're going to take a quick 30-second break. As we change possession here, you're listening to United Red Storm Football on WRM 1330, 94.1 FM. Welcome back to United Red Storm Football here on the Prairie Communication Sports Network here in Kewanee, Illinois, where United Red Storm are facing off against the Animal and Weathersfield Titans in this 2021 fall season kickoff game. It is a hot and muggy night here tonight. As the sun goes down, I'm sure it's going to get better. There's a little bit of wind blowing through this press box, but I'm sure those players are sweating plenty down there on the field. United is just coming off a touchdown run, an eight-yard touchdown run by Cormac Flynn uh, over the right-hand side. They are kicking from the right to the left. There is six minutes and 13 seconds left. A tie game, six to six, and Cormac Flynn now is going to be the kickoff man. He's kicking to 23 and two or deep. But uh, the line drive kick is actually caught by number 20, Ashton Potter, who was then brought down by, was that 22, Dan? No, 14. 14 for United, which is Hunter Hall. Makes a good tackle there on that kickoff. And so, Anawan Weathersfield, we finally put the field on them here. They're going to start. Uh, they got a little farther to go this time. Now, here's the question. The only thing they did on offense last time was give it to Darius Dickerson up the middle. I think you can expect a lot of the same. I think if we're not keen on him this time, then we're going to be in trouble. Now, if I was the other coach, this might be the chance to throw something different. But at the same time, you scored off of that. So here we go. 
Uh, shotgun here with Darius Dickerson, the tailback. Dylan Moore is the quarterback. They send a guy in motion underneath, and they actually hand it off to the underneath guy, who gets a couple blocks and makes, oh, and misses tackles all over the place again. And he's got the edge. He's on the sideline. Cormick's trying to chase him down, and he chases him down, but not till he gets to the end zone. And that's a touchdown for the Anavon Weathersfield Titans there. Once again, you said it before, missed tackles. Missed tackles, missed tackles. I, um, I'm i not so sure that Cormick didn't knock that ball out of his hands before he crossed the goal line. It was yeah. close. Cormick's calling for a sub here. Coach Milroy is out on the field. He didn't look like he's, he's kind of talking to the ref. And the referee stalled for a minute before he called the touchdown. There's a couple of them talking now in the middle of the field. I think he knocked the ball out before they crossed the goal line, but if it wasn't in his possession, I don't think they're going to change anything. Yeah. No video review here. They're still kind of talking in the middle of the field. Meanwhile, that was number 23, Cole Troxel. That took that the distance. He was lined up in a slot on the left, went in motion underneath the uh, shotgun quarterback and took the handoff underneath around the right side, coming towards the press box here. Made a few people miss tackles coming down the side and then got the edge. And Cormac Flynn came out of nowhere to try and chase him down and right at the end zone, which is hard for us to see. He kind of punched the ball out again. I think they're talking about it. They are talking about what it is here and what would happen. The ball went out of bounds. So is that a touchback? He punches it out. It's a a touchback. I think it should be. I think you take the touchdown away and it's your night ball. So just to recap here, we believe what the referees are discussing is that Corey Flynn knocked the ball out right near the end zone on that, that long, how long, 64 yards, 64 66 yards, six yards, six yard touchdown run. But now after all that chatting, they're just going to line up and let the touchdown stand here. So that's too bad. A good effort on Cormac Flynn there to chase it down and try and make something happen on what was kind of an ugly play. But here we go. Weathersfield is, anyone Weathersfield is lined up here now for a two-point conversion. Still kind of, I think they're explaining to Coach Milroy, who isn't, I believe, very happy about this. Understandably so. And now we're going to go. So, Dylan Ory, number eight, is a quarterback for the Titans. He's lined up in the shotgun again with Darius Dickerson, number two. A little bit of motion here. He's going to hand it off to Darius up the middle of the left. He's hit a couple times behind the limit of scrimmage, keeps his feet, and then is gobbled up by a few more Red Storm defenders. And so the two-point conversion, again, is no good. But just like that, after United scores a tie up at six, now Anwan Weathersfield goes up 12 to nothing with five minutes and 53 seconds left in the first quarter. Touchdowns tonight again, sponsored by Robert Thompson Trucking. For all your rocks and dirt and green hall needs, call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697. I think we will stay right here for this one as we get the change of possession. Dad, what do you think you're going to see out of United's offense this possession? Well, well, first of all, do you think they kick it deep or do you think they kick it short again? Well, I'm I'm thinking they're not going to give um, Cormick another opportunity to run one back, so you're going to see it kick short again just like they did the last time, which still gives us better field position. But I also think apparently the pass might work, so maybe we're going to see a little more passing instead of the running and then mix it up a little bit more. 
Yeah, it's always good to mix up your offense. Obviously, you never want to get stuck in one thing. It's too easy for the defense to read. But at the same time, you want to stick with what's working. So uh, we are shifting possession here. Anawan Weathersfield is lined up to kick off again. There's five minutes and 53 seconds left in this first quarter here. Uh, you're listening to myself, Casey Grant, my dad, Ron Grant, here in the Vic Roy's Furniture Broadcast booth on the Prairie Communication Sports Network. United is down 12-6 to in the first quarter. Uh, after a one-play possession there by the Titans and a 66-yard touchdown run by Cole Troxel, they are set, off, are set up to kick off to United again. Again, Cormac Flynn's deep, but I doubt we'll see it deep. Now they did kick it deep. Cormac's going to catch that clean at about the 10-yard line. Go straight up the middle. He's going to make a couple jukes, and he actually runs into his own player, which stops him enough to get tackled, and he's brought down at about the 24-yard line, United Zone 24-yard line. And then there's a flag, a really late flag there. A couple players, 51 and 58, 51 for the Titans is Evan Krauss. And 58 is Mason Hootman for United. Kind of getting into it there. We're going to call unsportsmanlike conduct on the Yep, that's a 15-yarder uh, against the Titans. So United gets their, what I might call their first break of the night. Seems like everything else has gone against them. But they're going to get 15 yards out of that, and instead of starting first and 10 from their own 23-yard line, they're going to get first and 10. From the 40. From the 40. All the way up to the 40-yard line here. <laughs> Much better field position to start. Well, let's see if we can do what we did the last time we got in this position. Jack Youngman is the center uh, for the Red Storm. I'd like to bring up the center as a former center. It's an important position. It's the most important on the line. Yeah, okay, okay. Not that I'm biased or anything. Okay. Shotgun left formation. A.J. Jenks hands it off to Aiden Parkins. He's almost wrapped up in the backfield. Escapes one and gets upfield for a few yards and turns what was almost a loss into about a, what, a seven-yard gain there? Six-yard gain? Uh, yeah, I think we call it six. It's kind of like six and a half. <laughs> so there's a, there's a good first positive yards run out of United by Aiden Parkins there. It's a good run up the middle. Maybe the Lions got this blocking thing figured out because that was definitely better blocked than any of the others. You know, first game jitters. It's hard. You come out here the first time. You got to do some of this stuff. It it can be difficult. I mean, we talked before the right tackle Carter Rosine, the sophomore, to be his first varsity experience. It's a big job at the tackle. But here we go. Another snap. We give it to Cormac Flynn up the middle, and he's able to get a 20 yards there for a first down. There's another good. Run by Cormac Flynn by the United Red Storm. That's about a 10-yard game. Man, no, I can't do math. I think it's eight yards. Eight-yard game. You were a math major, right? I you? know, but I told you I'm a non-practicing mathematician. There's, that's, that's there's no excuse for that. There's no excuse for that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm a pastor now. That's the difference. Okay. Uh, All right. Eight-yard game for Cormac Flynn there on a good uh, cutback run. Saw a good uh, uh, block back there by, I think it was Colin Jinks, actually. Uh, but good run there, good offense. They cross the 50-yard line. They're now at the 49-yard line, first and 10. A.J. takes the handoff. He's going to fake it or takes the snap, fake the handoff, and go up the middle himself to the right and is able to lunge forward and get about two or three yards there, two yards on that play. So a little trickery there. I, it 
I haven't seen the quarterback keep the ball yet, but he faked the handoff to Cormac Flynn coming from the right to the left. And then A.J. tucked it in and tried to take it to the right himself. He got a couple yards out of that. You know, you got to mix it up, though. Yeah. Oh, I like change that. it up. Yeah, I like that play. Second and eight now for the Red Storm. Our other offensive starters here on the left side, the left tackle is number 58, Mason Hootman. And the left guard, I just saw his number, and I just lost it. Matt Holmes. A.J. takes the handoff, or the snap there, hands it to Aiden Parkins up the middle, is wrapped up pretty quickly for no gain on that play. 66, she said, was the left guard, Matt Holmes. That's right. Casey, did you happen to know that the center is also wearing the same number you had? Well, that's because it's important. It's, it's just an important position. I mean, you know, I'm just saying. I'm not biased at all. So, got no gain there. Third and eight for United from the 44-yard line. Shotgun snap. We're looking past. Oh, quick pass. Yeah. That was a good intercept. That was a tough catch, though. Is that number three? Colin Hornback for the Titans is able to jump up and catch that ball at the top of his jump. I mean, if, if he times that jump differently at all, he misses that. He doesn't catch it. But they're trying to throw a quick pass right there in the, in the hole on the right-hand side at about the hash mark. And I missed who the intended receiver was, but Colin Hornback is able to jump up and make a good play there. Uh, I don't want to say that was a bad play on United. That was just a good defensive play there. Right. He made a pretty good catch there. That was a tough uh, tough one to hold on. I mean, he, he wasn't by the receiver. He was halfway from the quarterback to the receiver in the middle of that round and was just able to jump up and grab it at the top of the gym. So, Anwan Weathersfield take over first and 10 from their own 40-yard line here. Comes Troxel underneath. This is the play they scored on. The Cormac Flynn is there to make the tackle right away this time around. That's the play they just ran the last time and scored on with Troxel coming in motion from the left-handed slot. Uh, underneath the quarterback takes a shotgun snap, hands it off to him, and he tries to go around the right-hand side. And Cormac is able to make the tackle there for a game of one. So two or second down and nine for the Anawan Wethersfield Titans here with two minutes and 40 seconds left in the first quarter. United is down 12-6. to six. You know, funny little stat, Anawan Weatherfield has scored twice, but they don't have a first down in the game yet. <laughs> it's all or nothing for them. Here we go. Second down. Oh, we almost had him in the backfield. to hand off to Darius Dickerson up the middle again. And we almost caught him in the backfield. We had a blitzing linebacker there, it looked like, who tried to grab him but just went past him on the, on the left side, and he ran up the right side. Yeah. And uh, he's brought down by Parkins hit him first, and then I think it was McElwee maybe that got in on that. Yeah, I uh, I jinxed him. Or Abel Wilson maybe is the first first down. So then the first first down of the night for the Anawan Weathersfield Titans, and they have first and ten from the 45 yard line. We've basically seen two three plays out of them. And here we go. Here comes that motion from Troxel underneath. Now they fake the handoff. This one's going to be a pass. He does a little pump fake. He's got a receiver, but he threw it short, and it hit the ground. His intended receiver was number seven, Landon Songer. And uh, Dylan Ory's pass is just short. Uh, Songer tried to dive and catch it, but was not able to get there. United's defender was with him, but uh, had he thrown it and got it far enough, he would have... He would have been burnt. That pass really wasn't thrown very well. It looked like a 
duck falling out of the sky. It just, it just it didn't have very good rotation. So first pass of the game tonight for them, right? Right. Yep. So he's easily working out the kinks too. So we, we've seen now expanding the playbook a little bit. That's about the fourth play we've seen from them. They got a player. Let's see. They got one split to the right, one split to the left. He's got a running back on each side of him. Oh, we've seen the formation yet, but we get a false start out of that. Out of the N1 Weathersfield Titans here. False start, five-yard penalty here. They're going to have uh, second and 15 now. That right end took off just a little too soon. Yeah, that was a new formation. We hadn't seen that formation yet with two halfbacks instead of just the tailback. Um, and uh, I wonder if they'll go back to it after getting a false start on it. So now they're at second and 15 from the 50-yard uh, line. <laughs> so they went back to the tailback here. Dylan Oregon is the quarterback. He's shotgun. They got uh, Darius Dickerson as the tailback. Now they got trips right here. Three receivers to the right and one to the left. And they're just going to hand it off to Darius up in the middle again, who's wrapped up by a couple different guys at the line of scrimmage. McElwee and Parkins, I think. McElwee, 22, I think it was. Yeah, Jacob McAlee and Aiden Parkins on a wrap-up there, and the stopped about a two-yard gain there. Two-and-a-half-yard gain, if you want to get technical. Uh, so, now Big we got here. Third, and, third and 13 here. Big play right here. Third and 13 for the Titans. United needs a big stop. This is where in the past sometimes it's given up a big play. And I'd be looking for either Darius Dickerson over the right, or Troxel comes in. Nope, it's not Troxel. They're going to run it the other way. Nope, fake the handoff underneath. It's going to be a screen pass. It's a screen pass to Darius Dickerson. Perfect, there's a ball on the ground, ball on the ground, fumble. I believe the Titans recovered that. Number three, uh, Colin Hornback recovers that fumble. So it was a screen pass. That was actually pretty well executed for a high school team. Honestly, I mean, we had a couple linemen going right at him. It threw it to Darius Dickerson, but Cormac Flynn had stayed home. He shed a blocker. And when he made the tackle, he knocked the ball loose. Uh, but Colin Hornback was able to recover it for the Titans. And so, despite a de- decent defensive player, it's fourth down and five. They play here, 40-yard line, and the Titans are going to go for it here. So we thought the last play was big. This one's even bigger. So the Red Storm here need a big stop at fourth and five from the 40- 40-yard line. Snap up the middle of Darius Dickerson. He finds the hole. There's a holding. There's the flag. It's coming back. Okay, that, I was going to say that was a pretty obvious holding down the right-hand side. I couldn't see it for the post in front of me. <laughs> so that's going to come back here. That that was another big play. Again, the same thing. Darius Dickerson from the tailback up the middle. All right. To the right-hand side. And uh, they're going to bring that back with a holding. Now the question is, is... It's still going to be fourth down, but uh, is that a spot foul? I think it's a spot foul. They're going to be fourth and one now. Yes, they are. Instead of fourth and five. Another big play. United catches a little break there. A little break on defense there. So we need a defensive line here. That's going to be a big play for them. Uh, fourth and one now for the Titans from the 36-yard line. 
Nine clocks going out. Five seconds left in the first quarter, and they are just going to let this run out. That is going to be the end of the first quarter here in Kiwani with the United Red Storm taking on the N1 Weathersfield Titans. Your first quarter score here are the Titans 12 to United 6. We are going to take a break here as we switch quarters and change sides of the field. You are listening to United Red Storm Football on WRAM 1330, 94.1 FM. Welcome back to United Red Storm Put them on here on WRN 1330-94.1 FM. We just avoided a very strong technical mishap. <laughs> we lost power for a second, but we got back just in time here as we get ready to kick off the second quarter. Um, a reminder of the scenario here, we've had a couple things called back for you uh, on the Titans, and they are set up at fourth and one from the 36-yard line. United is up here on defense, a big stop here. Shotgun formation. We're guessing Rick Dickerson up the middle, but we're going to have a false start here. I think so. Whistle blew it dead. Flag is going to be yeah, false start here on all sides, actually, technically, on uh, the Titans. So, we need a little breathing room for the Red Storm defense as it moves it back to fourth and sixth. And it's been a, I feel like there's been a lot of bouncing around on this possession. There have. Big games called back, and penalties, and a big game called back, and there's been a Touchdown lot of down called back. Hard, hard to keep track of what's actually going on here as we start this second quarter in the Fitzroy's Furniture Broadcast booth. Fourth and six for the Anaheim Weathersfield Titans from the 41-yard line. Again, Dylan Ory is in shotgun formation with Darius Dickerson. He fakes, does a quick pass to number three up the middle who escapes the tackle and is brought down by the legs after getting plenty of yards for the first down there. Uh, that was a good fake handoff to Darius Dickerson and a quick pass up the middle to Colin Hornback, who was the receiver there on that. He has spent some time as a wing there doing some quick little shuffle motion behind the center on a number of different plays, and this time actually released up the middle and found a hole and just sat there, and it was a quick fake, quick pass up the middle. As he comes off the field, actually, Hornback does limping a little bit. I think when he got grabbed by his ankles there on that tackle, twisted his ankle and shook him up a little bit. So he comes out, tines down first and 10 from uh, the 17-yard line. Yeah, 19, yeah, 17-yard line. First and 10, Dylan Ory, quarterback. Darius Dickerson's the fullback. The tailback, I should say. Comes a handoff to Cole Troxel in motion underneath again. And this time he's brought down on a good tackle by number nine again. Cormac Flynn is tearing that up on defense there. He seems to be around every play. Doesn't matter where it starts or where it goes. He seems to be around everything. He's a workhorse. He's not. You're not going to see him on the sideline much, I don't think. No, especially since he's doing the kicking this year. Right. He's basically out there for everything. So... He tackles him. Uh, they were able to get a two-yard gain out of that. That was Cole Troxel uh, on a motion underneath from the right-hand side to the left side, away from the press box to the press box. And they now have second and eight from the 15-yard line. And he went back to this uh, two, two halfbacks here. Dickerson on his left, Troxel on his right. He fakes to Dickerson, hands it off to Troxel, who was wrapped up pretty quickly, almost immediately by the Red Storm defense. 
and is brought down for basically no gain. Colin, Colin Jenks on that tackle. Colin Jenks was in on that one. Uh, that's a good defensive play there from the Red Storm. So now we've got third and eight from the 15-yard line. So two good stops there. And this has been, uh, so far in this game, it's the United's problem. We get a couple good stops, and then we give up a big play here. So we'll yeah, see. They need another good stop here because they're definitely in four-down territory now. Yeah, I mean, they were going for it anyways uh, when they were at, like, the 40-yard line. So they're definitely going to go for it now. So they got to get two more stops out of him here without a big play. He sends a uh, guy motion here, or he takes a snap. He's looking straight pass, a quick pass, and he just hits him right at the that's a touchdown. He caught it about the two-yard line, and just his momentum took him right into the end zone. That was honestly, from this angle, I got to see that really well. And the quarterback, he threw that before the receiver was looking. And the receiver turned around, and there came the ball. That was able to get up. Number, number five that was in motion even, and they still didn't pick him up. Mason Heisler there with the touchdown reception for the Hanawan Weathersfield Titans. So that gives puts them at 18 as they score again here with 9 minutes and 40 seconds left and now line up for their two-point attempt after the touchdown. Corey in the shotgun with Dickerson on his left-handed hip. He fakes to Troxel and keeps it himself up the middle to the left and gets enough to get in for the two-point conversion. And so they get a successful two-point conversion tonight uh, for the first time. That brings the score to the Titans 20, the Red Storm with 9 minutes and 40 seconds left in this second quarter. We are going to take a quick 30-second break. We'll be back here with more United Red Storm football on WRM 1330, 94.1 FM. Welcome back to the Prairie Sports Communication Network broadcast booth here. with My name is Casey Grant. I'm here with my dad and co-host Ron Grant. We are in Kiwani, Illinois tonight as the United Red Storm are taking on in on Weathersfield Titans. We have nine minutes and 41 seconds left in the second quarter, and the Titans have just scored their third touchdown on the night and got a successful two-point conversion and now lead the Red Storm 20-6 to six as they line up to ki- or to receive uh, to nine. Cormac Flynn, again, is a back deep. They keep the deep to him last time, and this time they're going to do the same. Cormac catches it clean at about the 15-yard line. It slips a little, makes a cut. Got a little bit of hole and once again runs into his own player and is knocked down. That's what happened the last time as he ran into his own guy. Seemed like he might have had a hole there. And now another flag, another late flag after the game, after the play there. Flies high in the air. We'll see who this one's on this time. While the referees figure this out, kickoffs tonight are sponsored by Monmouth Farm and Home Realty. If you're ready to buy or sell your home, call Monmouth Farm and Home Realty at 734-6600, or check them out online at mammothfarmandhomerealty.com. Did they, did they make a call there yet, Dad? Looks like it's going against United. He pointed that way, so against United this time. Another sports. Another Mike. Yeah. So United got one earlier against the Titans and gave them 15 yards on the kickoff. And now they're going to get one against them here. And instead of being... First and ten from their own thirty or so. Now they're going to be, uh, or from their own twenty-five, they're going to be first and ten from the nineteen-yard line. So a lot of field to go here. Eighty yards, eighty yards to glory here. United looking to get a little jump on their offense. Had some good plays tonight. A couple uh, big games, a couple good passes. They've got a touchdown, of course, 
but haven't seen a lot of consistency yet. And if you talk to Coach Milroy, he, that's what he would have said about this spring season, too, is that they would get a quarter here and a quarter there, but they couldn't string them together. And so we will see if United can get some going here on offense. I'm not sure. What are we waiting on here? I think we got our first timeout. Our first timeout of the game. We must have been waiting for the play clock. Not sure why. Anyways, we're going to take a timeout here. This is a Tinkham's Electric timeout looking for an electrician contractor you can trust called Tinkham's Electric at 335-3034. We will take a timeout as well. You're listening to United Red Storm Football on the RM 1330, 94.1 FM. Welcome back to United Red Storm Football here in Kiwana, Illinois. Tonight where the Red Storm are taking on the Titans of Anwan Weathersfield. There is nine minutes and 34 seconds left. In the second quarter, and United is trailing the Titans 20-6 to right now. They just had a kickoff uh, return to Cormac Flynn return, probably about 15 to 20 yards, and then there was an unsportsmanlike call after the play was over against United, and it backed them up now to first and 10 from their own 19-yard line as they try and overcome this deficit here. So United is now taking the field after this timeout. We've got A.J. Jinks, the quarterback, in the shotgun formation. Actually, yeah. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Jacob McElwee is in at his left tailback. and He takes the handoff and goes up the middle. And good job just grabbing the ball and going up the middle, getting, what, four yards there, three or four yards, just by going straight forward. No dancing, just took the handoff, put his, his shoulders down, ran up the hole, Get positive yards. Right. That's a good run out of McElwee right there. The timing was so much better, it seemed like. So what I'm noticing here is that Cormac Flynn was not on the field. He must be getting a break. We've got Parkins in the slot on the left. Colin Jinks and Aben, Abel Wilson to the right, and then I believe it's Caden Murray split way out left, and McElwee gets another handoff, this time going from right to left. And again, shoulders down, straight up the field. Gets another three or four yards. And now United, after two plays, is only a yard shy of the first down. They got third and one from the about the 30-yard line. And that's the kind of running, sorry, about the 28-yard line. That's the kind of running that you like to see. I mean, there's there's no reason to try and get 15 yards every time. Right. And he's holding on to the ball. He's making sure that nobody's going to knock it loose. Covers the ball up, runs up the middle, gets his shoulders down, doing a good job. Here we got Wilson. And Colin Jinks to the or yeah, Colin Jinks to the right again. The McElwee up the middle, and again shoulders down. He gets the first down. This is some good old marching the football up the field right there. That's a good first down for United. All three runs by McElwee. All three runs up the middle. All three shoulders down. That time a defender grabbed the ball. He's going by. He had it so tight it just turned him. Thirteen yards on three carries. He can march it right down the field doing that. Just keep Every doing time. that. Eat up some clocks. So we got again Wilson and Jinx. So this time we're going to pass to the left to Aiden Parkins. Tries to make a cut. Gosh, he makes a couple of people miss tackles. It takes one head on, and uh, still is able to get two yards, uh, three yards out of that uh, after catching it and getting hit almost right away. So that was a instead of a handoff to McElwee up the middle. That time was a quick pass to the left to Aiden Parkins, who was in the slot. So now we got the ball on the left hash. Second and seven from the 35-yard line. McElwee is on Jinx's left hip. 
Aiden Parkins is coming to the right here to set up a trip. So we've got Aiden Parkins, Abel Wilson, and Colin Jinks, and Kate Murray's off to the left. We're going to give it to McElwee uh, over the right guard there, and he's tripped up pretty quickly that time to only get about a yard gain. Let's see where they get this set. Like about two yards there. And six, third and six here. Third and six. Uh, hoping here that they're just getting Cormac Flynn a break as he has not been in on this possession at all. I, like we just said a minute ago, it's hot out and he's played every play of the game until now. And McElwee's doing a good job. We're going to set up trips again to the ride with Parkins, Wilson, and Colin Jinks. McElwee in the backfield and Cade Murray to the left. Here's a shotgun snap to A.J. Jinks. He's going to take it and roll out to his right. He's getting pressured and gets the pass off. But a good defensive play by number 59 there for the Titans. That's Matthew Sentney, who's trailing a receiver who looked open, but Sentney was able to uh, dive in front of that and just bat the pass down. A decent throw for pressure. I mean, A.J. was getting hit while he threw that. Right, and it didn't get intercepted, so, I mean, not not a bad uh, effort there by A.J. He kind of did a reverse rollout and ended up rolling to his right and making that pass to, I believe it was a Parkins trailing across there. Uh, I think so. I missed who it was. Looks like Cormick's back in. Cormick's back in. He's going into that slot spot where Aiden just was. And now Parkins has gone back as a running back, and McElwee, I believe, is out right now. Same things in a uh, reverse roll to his right. He's got less pressure, gets the pass off, and he's hit as he tries to catch it. That was number 30, Abel Wilson, who is not able to hold on. Um, close to getting hit early, but it was pretty good timing. That was fourth down. I'm surprised they didn't punt that. But. So United is going to turn it over on downs? I think so. It was a good attempt there. Abel Wilson tried to jump up and catch that, and while he was catching it, he got hit by a Titans defense, and he just was not able to hang on. A.J. Jinks had a little more time to get the throw off that time. It looked like a similar play that they just run the play before that. Um, but with that incompletion to Abel Wilson, uh, they're going to turn the ball over on downs, and it's going to be first and ten for the Titans from the 35-yard line. And United defense is going to have to step up here to avoid getting in a deeper hole than they already are. Yeah, they're going to have to uh, suck it up and get off those blocks and make good tackles. Six minutes left in the second quarter. Dylan Ory sends Troxel in motion right to left, hands it off to him underneath again. There's a lot of United guys waiting for tackles there and a flag at the end. Is that going to be a late hit or is that a holding? It's a weird spot for that flag. Hey, they called it holding. It was, uh, Carter Cassidy for United there made a good tackle there at the sideline. So that uh, penalty there on the Titans, that's going to bring that back. So it would have been about a four or five yard gain is now going to be about an eight yard loss. One, two, three, four, sorry, seven yard loss. So now we got first and ten, or sorry, first. And 17 from the 42-yard line. Another one of those would be nice. Back them up some more. Yeah. First and long here. And another timeout here taken. United, Coach Milroy is going to take another Tinkins Electric timeout. Looking for an electrician contractor you can trust, trust call. 
Tinkins Electric at 335-3034. We're going to take a quick timeout ourselves here. You're listening to United Red Storm Football on WRM 1330-94.1 FM. Welcome back to Red Storm Football here in the Prairie Communication Sports Network. After that Tinkham's timeout, we come out and the Titans line up here with first and long and end up on that first play. They get an off, the, off defensive offside by the Red Storm and get five yards on that last penalty back. So now we're going to have first and 12, 11, sorry, first and 11 from the 37 yard line. Uh, pretty sloppy game so far as far as penalties are concerned. Been a lot of penalties. Dylan Orion shotgun. Kicks horn back in motion. Hands it off to Dickerson up the middle. Finds the hole. Missed tackle that pushes him out of bounds. Another missed tackle and he ends up out of bounds at about the what was that the twenty five yard line? We got a phase of mass penalty. Oh, I didn't see that fly as a pillar in the way. Yep. Yeah, face mask on the red storm there. So it, unfortunately, I think it was uh, I think it was Carter Cassidy, 42, was the one there trying to make the tackle, and I think his hand kind of slid right down his face mask and might have got a hold of it a little bit. So it would have been about an eight or nine yard gain, not enough for a first down, with a face mask penalty gives the Titans first and ten from the 14-yard line. I'm seeing that right. We have six minutes left in the second quarter. United's trailing 20-6. to Titans are threatening another score here with first and 10 from the 15 or the 14-yard line. Orison's Troxel in motion this time. He shifts across. He hands it to Dickerson up the middle. Finds a small hole. Gets about two or three yards before he's brought down by 58 and 54 for the Red Storm, which is Peyton Crane and Mason Hootman. Uh, they make that tackle there after about a five-yard gain, though. So it's going to be second and five from the 10 for the Titans. Those pillars are kind of in a bad spot at certain times of the game, huh? At this point, it's kind of hard to see what's going on. So, Lori's lined up here with Dickerson on his left hip. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. There's a little belly, gives it to Dickerson, and he is met immediately by Cormac Flynn. A good tackle there by him. And Jacob McElwee, I believe, was in on that as well. So, a good defense to stop there by the Red Storm. There's no game. To actually do a loss of maybe a foot. But the. Uh, the chain game guy, he he moved the the, the marker back about a foot. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't much. Loss of a foot. So we got, we'll call it third down six. From still about the 15-yard line for the Titans. We're looking to tack on another score here. Dylan Ory's in the shotgun. Now he's got Dickerson back in the tailback spots right behind him. Again, two receivers to the right, one to the left. Fakes a quick handoff, quick pass up the middle. He overthrows his intended receiver, which was number three, Colin Hornback, and it goes incomplete into the end zone and takes them to fourth down now, fourth and six 
from the 15-yard line. Another chance here for United to get a big stop. I mean, this six points this late into the second quarter, I mean, that that's a big, big difference from uh, right now a 14-point deficit. You'd like to think it'd be a confidence boost and carry over to offense. We get yeah, the ball back. Change a little momentum here, but we need a big stop. So Dickerson again lined up right behind Illinois. Two receivers to the right, two to the left this time. And we'll see if he gives it. To, oh, we got a flag again here. Is it going to be off, off sides on the defense? Well, I think the, the official on the far side should have probably thrown a false start on Anawan Weathersfield. They're right in took off too well, soon. Well, maybe he took off too soon because United jumped first. They were on opposite sides of the field. I don't know that they would have seen each other. You never know. Nonetheless, the call was offside on United's defense. Uh, five yards did not give them a first down. So that one foot loss they had a minute ago was big. They didn't make a difference because now it's fourth and one for the Titans on the six-yard line. We thought it was a big stop before. It's a big stop now. Hunker down. Look for Dickerson up the middle. His cornerback goes in motion. Hand off to Dickerson. He dances. He's wrapped up, and he's brought down pretty quick. But did he fall forward enough to get it? It's going to be close. It looks like the spot, though, is putting him in front of it. Waiting for the signal. They're looking. Yeah, I think they're going to measure it. So we're going to get a quick uh, official's timeout to measure here. So good job there. Um, by United defense, they're able to wrap him up behind the line of scrimmage. A good job by Dickerson to fall forward there uh, to get close to the first down. So we're going to see what this measurement comes out at. Let's see if that foot makes a difference. That foot may have made all the difference. That could be the difference in a turnover on downs right now. You never know. Every inch matters, right? That's going to be a first down. Uh, got it. Got it by a foot. Yep. First down by the Titans. So he needed to lose two feet instead of one on that play. Right, right. And that was the difference. So first down, Titans. First and goal now from the four-yard line. Three-yard line. Four-yard line? That's hard to tell from this angle. Scoreboard says four. So we're going to call first and goal from the four for the Anawan Weathersfield Titans. The Red Storm made a valiant attempt there to get a, a big stop on fourth and one. Uh, but they just gave up a foot too much, literally a foot too much for the first down. So first and goal, four minutes, 17 seconds left. Titans are up 20 to six, looking to score again here. Dickerson to his right, he bellies them and keeps it. Uh, Illinois is the quarterback, so he fakes a, a belly there to Darius Dickerson, who as they go to the left. And uh, Dillonori keeps it, tries to run up the middle, and is tackled immediately for a loss of a yard. No, I think he got one. Did he get one? A gain of a yard. Man, it's hard to tell from this angle. So it's going to be second and goal from the three now. Second and goal from, from the three-yard line for the uh, A.W. Titans. Yeah, I only watched the uh, guy with the down marker moved it about a yard. That's the only reason I could tell they moved it. Can't really see the lines from from this angle and from this distance. Now, Dylan Orey's got uh, tailbacks on each side, a low snap. He's still able to get the handoff there to Troxel, who is able to, I thought he was going up the middle, and he ran into somebody and bounced to the left, ran around the outside, and was able to get around the edge for a touchdown by the Anawan Weathersfield Titans under 
unfortunately, that was another missed tackle by Colin Jenks. He just he met him straight up, just didn't wrap him up. He bounced off and right around the end. So, with that, the Titans go up 26-6 to six now with three minutes and 24 seconds left in the second quarter in this first half. They're going to line up for a two-point attempt here. Darius Dickerson on his right hip. Three receivers out to the right, including uh, Troxel and Hornback. And, oh, he fumbles it, drops it. They're not going to get anywhere with that two-point attempt. So the Titans are able to put another six on the board that are now one for four from two-point attempts after. And now take a 26-6 to six lead with three minutes and 24 seconds left in this first half. We are going to take a quick 30-second break as we get ready for the kickoff. We'll be back with some more United Red Storm football on WREM 1330-94.1 FM. Welcome back to United Red Storm football. We are here in the Vicaroy's Furniture Broadcast booth in Kiwani, Illinois, where the United Red Storm are kicking off this 2021 fall IHSA football season against the Anawan Weathersfield Titans. The Titans have just scored their fourth touchdown of the night and taken a 26-6 lead over the Red Storm, who are now lined up to receive another deep kick, which Cormac Flynn's able to field and catch cleanly. Let's see if he can get through this kick return a little better. He goes slow, makes a cut to the left. He's heading for the sideline. Dodges one tackle and then is tripped up by number 22, Tyler Polanos, for the Anawan Weathersfield Titans. Uh, decent return again out of Cormac Flynn. And uh, Red Storm are going to start with okay field position at their own 35-yard line. No penalty after the play that time. That's good. We've had a couple of big returns that have, that have been moved because of uh, dead ball penalties here. Right, one on each side. Yeah. So United's going to take over with uh, three minutes, 14 seconds left in the first half. A little, uh, not quite, but a three-minute drill action here. You want to, you definitely want to put some points on the board going in at halftime. AJ is in a shotgun, takes a snap, gives it to Parkins. Gosh, he's good. He makes four people look. He ended up out there for a two-yard gain. He got that handoff and was hit immediately by one guy. Pushed him off, got hit right away by another guy, spun off of him, got hit by another guy who I thought he was going to go down, and then all of a sudden he pops out in front of that, gets a turns a hit behind the line in the four-yard game. So good run there by Aiden Parkins, good hard-nosed run out of him. As he stays on A.J. Jinks' left hip here, we've got Cormac Flynn and Caden Murray, I believe, to the left. And Wilson and Colin Jinks to the right, and that play is blown dead. I'm guessing offsides in the offense. I think the wide receiver was lined up. Maybe Caden Murray was either on or not uh, on uh, too far on the line of scrimmage, across the line of scrimmage, I should say. So that four-yard gain just turned into uh, second and six, turned into second and eleven now with another penalty on the Red Storm. Are you keeping track of the penalties? Because there's been a lot of them this game. Eight penalties for 60 yards, and that's not even including the yardage they gave up on the touchdown we got had to call back. <laughs> yeah, which would have been 85 yards they got called back. Second and 11 for the Red Storm. Jinx takes it, rolls, reverse rolls to the right, makes a pass. Oh, to Abel Wilson, they hit him in the numbers. 
and he's unable to pull it in there for an incomplete pass. Coming right at us at the press box here. Decent play there. Good pass. I mean, it, well, it, hit, Abel, and he, yeah, it hit Abel right in the spot, and it was just one of those. He just, he just couldn't reel it in. So an incomplete pass is going to put him at third and 11. With Now we are at two minutes and 14 seconds left. Third and 11. And the last thing you want to do, I mean, I think if you get the fourth down here, you've got to punt it right. I mean, you want to make it as hard as possible uh, for them to score again. You don't want to give them enough chance to score. United, United is their third timeout. United is, yeah, third timeout. So we're going to take a Tinkham's Electric timeout real quick. Looking for an electrician contractor you can trust. Call Tinkham's Electric at 335-3034. We are also going to take a 30-second timeout. You're listening to United of Red Storm Football on the BRM 1330, 94.1 FM. Welcome back to United Red Storm Football here in Kiwami, Illinois, as we are at the season opener for the United Red Storm. We're taking on the Anwan Weathersfield Titans here in Kiwami. There is two minutes and 14 seconds left in this first half, and United is trailing 26-6. to They've got third and 11 from their own 34-yard line. A.J. Jenks is in the shotgun with, is that McElwee back in? Nope, that's Aiden Parkins. He's going to roll out. He's got lots of time. Throws a deep pass to Cormac Flynn. It looks, catches it on the sideline, and is pushed out at about the, uh, the what is that, the 46-yard or 35-yard line. So a big pass play there. Good throw. Lots of time as he's rolling to his right for A.J., and he's able to throw that up for Cormac Flynn right along the sideline. So I saw him on that. He saw the ball coming. He looked, saw where the sideline was, made sure he could catch the ball, and then head out the sideline to get a few yards. So United get 31, 31-yard gain. 31-yard gain. A big first down there for the Red Storm because they now have first and 10 from the 35-yard line. Again, Jinx lined up in the shotgun. He's got Parkins on his left hip. He's got Colin Jinx and Caden Murray to the left. And Aiden Parkins motions to his right hip. Oh, quick pass, miscommunication there. He tried to throw a quick pass to Colin Jinx, who went out for a route. And so he basically just threw a pass into the ground on the left-hand side. So there was some type of miscommunication there on what the play was. Yeah, I don't know what uh, Colin would. He didn't hesitate at all. He just, when the ball was snapped, he went, and the yeah. ball landed right where he was standing. But all I could see there, I saw A.J. Jinx walked over to, to Colin and said, give him a high five, so they figured out what was going on there. Now, Colin comes to the right-hand side with Abel Wilson. We've got Cormac Flynn and Cade Murray split to the left. Aiden Parkins is on A.J.'s left hip. He rolls out. He looks left, throws it, but it's tipped, but it's caught by Cade Murray. Well done there by Cade Murray to come in and catch a tip pass. So, A.J. Jinks is hit, and the ball is tipped as he throws it, and you've got a, a live ball just floating in the air, and Cade Murray, who was split far left, comes in, and catches that, picks it up out of the air for a seven-yard seven yard gain there. So a good heads-up play by Caden Murray there to get seven yards. That ball was spinning sideways when it got to him. Yeah. So now we've got third and four, third and three. Jinx fumbles the snap, picks it up, tries to just go forward to the right-hand side. And now there's a flag thrown in there. That's got to be a face, a face mask. mask, I would assume. Yep, there, there's a motion and a face mask. So, you know, I was going to get a first down out of there. There was nobody blocking there. That was yep. a face mask. So Jinx fumbles the snap there, uh, but picks it up right away. 
tries to take it over the right tackle just to get some yards, and in the process, collects a face mask penalty. So United's going to get a first down from that penalty. We've got plenty of time. And there's lots of time and not very far to go. So down to the 15-yard, well, 16 maybe. One minute, 17 seconds left in the half. This would be a good way to end this half, to score and not leave enough time for uh, the Titans to score again. Take a little bit. I can hear the coaches up here saying it's all timeout, and there comes a timeout for the Titans. Actually, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One guy, one ref pointed this way, the other ref pointed that way. But Titans called timeout there. The Pinkham's Electric timeout. We'll just stay here with it. Looking for an electrician contractor you can trust. Call Pinkham's Electric at 335-3034. We're going to stick right here with the action. And Kiwani is a red storm a threatening a score here to finish the half. There's a minute and three left in the second quarter. The Red Storm trail 26-6 to to the Titans of Anawan Weathersfield. It's first and 10 from about the 15-yard line, right? Yeah, they got it marked at the 15-yard line. This would be a huge boost. If they can get a touchdown to two-point conversion here and go in down 26-14 to at halftime, huge confidence boost yeah. coming back to the second half. 26-14, to a 12-point deficit is... is that, that that will feel way better than the 20-point deficit that they're in right now. Absolutely. When you go in the talk at halftime. So if you're Coach Milroy here, Dad, what do you call for a play? Oh, you know, I in a minute left. Part of me says, throw it. They've been throwing it pretty well. But he's got to get out of the pocket. I don't think he can do it just standing there. I think he's going to have to roll. And honestly, rolling to his right, I think, is better for him. He's right-handed, but we'll see. Yeah. So here we go, Wilson and Jinx to the right. Parkins in the backfield, Cormac Flynn to the left. He does roll to the left. He's thrown back against his body and overthrows Abel Wilson into the end zone for an incomplete pass. That is an awkward throw for a quarterback. He rolled to his left and had to plant, and then as a right-handed quarterback, then throw it back to the right. Uh, he actually overthrew Abel Wilson. And get it past that defender that's right in his face. Yeah. Uh, so a bit of a dangerous throw, but it turns out to be an incomplete pass, second and 10 from the 15. Again, we've got Colin Jenks to the right, Abel Wilson in the slot on the right. Aiden Parkins is on A.J. Jenks' right hip in the backfield. Cormac Flynn in the slot on the left, and Caden Murray, and they're going to hand it off this time to Aiden Parkins, who makes a cut to the outside. He's got one guy to beat who makes a good tackle there on the outside and only able to get, uh, gain about two yards. And they're going to have to keep going got here. got no timeouts left. They're going to have no timeouts. they got third and nine. Third and nine, 40 seconds left. They're up to the line of scrimmage here. They need to get set in a hurry and get this playoff. Same line set up here. Jinx takes a shotgun snap. He's going to roll to his right. He's looking to pass, and he gets an, a complete pass. To number 21, Colin Jinx, but he's inbounds. He's inbounds, folks. The clock is running. They got fourth down. Fourth down, 15 seconds to get a playoff. Get the play call in, get the playoff. 10 seconds left. Sorry, 10 seconds left now. Six. This is going to end the half, folks. This is the last play. Fourth down. Snap. It's a bad snap. And whoa, like, and he fumbles. Parkins picks it up. He's going around the right-hand side, and he ends up getting tackled out of bounds. And this is going to be how the second or the first half ends with a bit of a sloppy play there 
I'm not sure what happened. I, A.J. James made the play like, like he was going to snap it, but the ball didn't come, and then it just came rolling back to him. And by the time he picked it up, the Titans were all over him, and I'm not so sure he didn't fumble it there on purpose. Uh, Parkins picked it up and tried to get uh, yardage out of it, but then was taken out of bounds to end the first half. So at halftime here in Kiwami, the United Red Storm are trailing the Anaheim Lettersfield Titans with a score of 26 to 6. It is now halftime here. We are going to take a break ourselves. You are listening to United Red Storm Football on WRM 1330, 94.1 FM. We'll be back shortly with our halftime show. Welcome back to Kiwani Weathersfield High School and the Vic Roy's Furniture Broadcast booth where the United Red Storm are taking on the Titans of Anawan Weathersfield. Alongside Ron Grant, I'm Casey Grant, and you are listening to the Land Management Partners Agency Insurance Services Halftime Show. For your auto, home, commercial, and farm insurance needs, contact Rachel Kunkel or Julie Martin at 734-2116. Today, our halftime score tonight is United 6 to Anwan Weathersfield's 26. We're going to take a look at who scored in the first half. This is courtesy of Save a Lot Foods. Save a lot of time, save a lot of money. Save a Lot Food Store, Monmouth, Illinois. Dad, what do you got for a scoring summary for the first half? Yeah, okay. Uh, Anwan Weatherfield got the scoring started with 8.18 left in the first quarter. A two-yard run, or a 29-yard run by Dickerson. Uh, the two-point run conversion was no good, and one Weatherfield led six to nothing. United scored at the 6:13 mark of the first period. Cormac Flynn with an eight-yard run around the right. The two-point conversion was no good, and scores now tied at six to six. Also in the first quarter, and one Weatherfield scored with 5:53 left on a 66-yard run by Cole Troxel. Uh, the two-point conversion was no good, and Anawan Weatherfield led 12 to six. In the second quarter, Anawan Weatherfield scored again at the 9:40 mark with a 14-yard pass from Ori to. Uh, it looks like Heitlick. Heitler. You can't read your own handwriting. I can't read my own writing. <laughs> Heitler, I believe. Uh, Ori then con- or completed a two-point run. And Anawan Weatherfield led 20 to 6. It's Heitzler. 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 Number 5, Mason Heitzler. Oh, there it is. There's a Z in there. It's the Z. <laughs> okay. Also in the second quarter at the 324, Marpole Troxel with another touchdown, a three yard run. The two point conversion was no good, and United trailed 26 to 6 at halftime. And. Was that it? That's the first half scoring summary. Uh, Dad, you got some stats now too, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's start with uh, Anawan Weathersfield. I've got uh, Darius Dickerson leading them with uh, eight carries for 59 yards. Cole Troxel with six carries for 73, and uh, the quarterback Ori with one carry for one yard. In the passing department, um, Ori has completed three of five for 45 yards. Dickerson, one reception for seven, Hornback, one for 24, and Mason Heitzler, one for 14. For United, uh, United was led in rushing, actually, believe it or not, by uh, Jake McElwee. He did a good job. Baltimore, with uh, four carries for 15 yards, but I also have Cormac Flynn with five carries for nine yards, and Aiden Parkins with uh, five carries for 10 yards. Um, A.J. Jenks, a quarterback, one carry for two yards. In the passing game, A.J. Jenks is uh, five for 11 for 98 yards. 
Uh, got five guys with one reception each. Cormac Flynn with 31 yards, Aiden Parkins three, Abel Wilson 52, Caden Murray seven, and Colin Jenks five. So statistic-wise, the game is really not that far off. The other, the other bad part of the game is the penalties. I've got United for eight penalties and uh, Anawan Weathersfield for six. So neither team is playing very clean. A couple of those are sportsmanlike, so I think maybe there could be some tempers flaring. Um, so, again, if United just tackles a little better, they probably wouldn't have a couple of those touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, I would say that one of the – I mean, I would call this a sloppy game for sure. Uh, now, it's the first game of the year. Uh, that could be expected a lot of times. We know that Anawan Weathersfield lost 14 seniors, and so they've got – uh, a lot of kids out there that maybe didn't have as much experience. Um, United's got a lot of juniors and seniors out there, but they got some young, inexperienced kids too. And I think what we're seeing is just first game jitters and some inexperience out there. And the result of that is a pretty sloppy game. The truth is, just watching, I know you mentioned this with the stats too, but short of some big plays by Anwan Weathersfield, it, they, neither team has really shown a real potent offense uh, yet. They've had sparks here and there. But nothing consistent by any means. I mean, no. Both both teams have made some big plays, right? And unfortunately, and then they've scored after those big plays. But when it comes to grind it out, neither team has really done that. Penalties have helped both ways. It's kind of an offset thing. Each one has had a couple of fifteen or unsportsmanlike penalties, and uh, or face mask. Each team's had a face mask. Um, some offsides. I mean, I think they're lining up offsides, which that's an easy fix. Yeah, some of them just back up a little bit. So hopefully they can get those things ironed out. And uh, I was hoping United would score there at the end, but that last play just didn't work out for them. And, and hopefully they'll come out with their heads up and with some fire and, and do some good. Yeah, that last sequence for United, I mean, even though they didn't score, that they got to have a little confidence from that. I mean, they started... Uh, I forget where they started, if it was at the 25 or so yard line on their end. It ended up getting all the way down to the 15-yard line. And uh, honestly, I think what happened in that last play is they got hurried. Um, The play before that, they completed a pass for a four- or five-yard game, but the throw was a touch short, and he had to catch it on the ground, and he didn't have have the ability to get out of bounds because he was only a yard from the sideline, but he just – he couldn't get there because he had to catch the ball first. And, that clock and the clock was quick. running quick, and they had to get a play in uh, and then get it off and then execute it. All of this within about like 10 or 11 seconds is all. And uh, it just got in a rush, and it was a bad snap, and they tried to make something out of it and, and couldn't do it. So, But United had a good offensive possession there to end the second half. Uh, they did have some big defensive stops. Um, but they also had some big defensive gaps a few times. And you said it. I think Coach Milroy said it before. The missed tackles have been one of the keys on the defensive side. They've had a lot of times where they've missed some tackles and uh, missed a couple tackles. And uh, that's resulted in big plays and even scores at different points. Um, just another local score. Uh, we mentioned before the game started that Kiwani, or I'm sorry, the Monmouth Roseville is also in Kiwani tonight. They're uh, facing the Boilermakers across town, and the only update we had was at the end of the first quarter, uh, Monmouth Roseville was losing to Kiwani 20 to nothing. Uh, Sean Temple and Jeff Ewing are on that call on the FM side. I'm seeing uh, WMOI 97.7. 
uh, if you want to catch that. But we are here with the United Red Storm, uh, again facing the N1 Weathersfield Titans. Uh, the Red Storm are trailing 26-6 to here at halftime, and you're listening to the Land Management Partners Agency Insurance's Services Halftime Show. Uh, we are going to take a quick break here, and then we'll be back, back with some keys to the second half. You're listening to the United Red Storm Football on WRM 1330, 94.1 FM. Welcome back to United Red Storm Football, the Prairie Communication Sports Network here in the Victoria's Furniture Broadcast booth. We are currently in the Land Management Partners Agency Insurance Services Halftime Show. For your auto, home, commercial, and farm insurance needs, contact Rachel Kunkel or Julie Martin at 734-2116 today. Uh, we have about a few minutes left in the halftime here. United is trailing 26-6 to against the Anilon Weathersfield Titans tonight in what has been a, I'm going to say, a back-and-forth game, but not back-and-forth because of the score. I would say um, back-and-forth because it seems like the ball and uh, the line of scrimmage has bounced around a whole lot because of all the penalties and everything that have kept us on our toes tonight. What do you think, Dad? Yeah, it's been uh, it, it, there's no real flow to the game. I think uh, it seems like just when you start to get a few plays off, then something happens and stops the clock, and then you, you're wondering what's going on. And that's penalties, or we've had uh, had a couple turnovers. Yeah, we did have a fumble. We had a, an interception. Um, the interception so, was a good play on the right, Titans player's part. Right, yeah. not taking anything away from him at all. I mean, it's just uh, there just seems to be no flow, really, in either in either way. Penalties are you start to move the ball, and then you get a penalty after back 15 yards. Or in the United States, right from the get-go, uh, 85-yard kickoff return for a touchdown, brought back for uh, a hold or a block in the back, maybe. Yeah, block uh, in the back. Yeah. So you know, penalties will kill drives. Real quick. It seems like uh, there hasn't been a lot of momentum no. because it keeps getting cut off all the time. And I think that's what we, you're, we're feeling when we say no flows. That there's no momentum. Like A lot of times in games, like you just kind of feel one one team is kind of rolling. Like They got the momentum. Things are going away. But every time you felt like that on either way, whether it was for anyone Weathers Field or United, it seemed like there was a penalty or a turnover or something that would kill that momentum and take it back the other direction. Um, the, the need for United to call those timeouts earlier in the second quarter didn't help either because he used up all his timeouts, you know, not knowing what was going to happen there at the end. And when not, and they had to hurry so much in that last minute because they were getting tackled in the field of play and not yeah. out of bounds, and, and they had to hurry too much, and it just didn't work out for them. Yeah, it makes you wonder a little bit if they'd had a, a few more seconds there at the end, if they'd have been able to actually take your time and get a good play and actually get get something in the end zone right. because they made a pretty good attempt at it, uh, happened to just hurry up and take their calls from the sideline and get it going as fast as they could. Too bad uh, they couldn't have four timeouts. Right. Can't take one from the second. Can we just get another one? Did we use a challenge and lose a timeout? Is that possible? Um, generally speaking, I, I mean, I don't know if we talk about keys to the second half. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever heard this as a key before, but I think for me it'd be some consistency, uh, one way or the other, for for United on offense. You'd like to see him be able to to sustain a drive and not just get a few plays and then a big play and then get it called back and then have everything kind of 
the momentum completely shot at that point. I'd like to see him sustain the drive, whether it's passing or, or running, it doesn't matter, but to sustain something, to actually build a little momentum here and kind of get some stuff going. Also, that would give their defense uh, a bit of a break because I felt like the defense spent a fair amount of time on the field uh, in that first half, more so than the offense did. So for me, like I, I would say a key to the game would be a sustained drive for the offense. I think that would do a, a, a lot for their confidence and the momentum for the Red Storm in the second half. Uh, you got a key to the game for them in the second half? You know, I, I, for me, it comes back to defense. I mean, at least three of their touchdowns probably could have been prevented with a good tackle. Sure. And I think if, uh, you know, the problems they had last year with, you know, poor tackling, so far, seems to be carrying over to the first half here. Because there's been some missed tackles, and uh, you know they're making contact with the runner, but the runners are—they're not just going to fall down because you touch them. Right. You have to wrap them up, and as soon as they start wrapping up and get and get that figured out, I think they'll be much better on defense. Yeah. They won't be giving up those long touchdowns. Unfortunately, just being in the right position isn't enough. Uh, that's the—that's a good start. I mean, a lot of guys struggle to get to that point. Um, but you got to be in the right position, and then you got to make the tackle as well. I wanted to highlight, uh, you mentioned this when you were going through the stats, but I think it's interesting tonight that the leading rusher for United is Jacob McElwee, a sophomore, uh, who didn't start on offense, uh, but came in, I believe, for a series just to give Cormac uh, Flynn a break because he's in on basically every other play. And he came in and did a great job running the ball. And so I'd be curious to see if we see a little bit more of him in the second half. Uh, to try and change things up and give him a shot as he was getting some positive yards out of that. Right. He puts his head down, and he runs right down the middle. He's not afraid of that contact. So uh, you kind of got to, when you're going to get hit, you kind of got to dish it out. Yep. Maybe they'll back off the next time, and you'll get far more yardage. Yep. We are going to take a quick 30-second timeout as we are getting ready to set up for the kickoff of the second half here in Kiwani with the Red Storm football. Uh, you are listening to United Red Storm football on WREM 1330. FM. Welcome back to the Prairie Communication Sports Network and United Red Storm football here in Kiwani, Illinois, tonight with the season opener for the United Red Storm football program. We are in the Vic Roy's broadcast, uh, Vic Roy's furniture broadcast booth. Uh, I am Casey Grant alongside my dad, Ron Grant, and co host. And uh, United is trailing as we enter this third quarter, 26 to six to an uh, Anawan Lotusfield Titans team that has been uh, atop the conference the last three years. Uh, we are getting set for our second half kickoff. A reminder, all kickoffs tonight are sponsored by Monmouth Farm and Home Realty. If you're ready to buy or sell your home, call Monmouth Farm and Home Realty at 734-6600 or check them out online at monmouthfarmandhomerealty.com. Cormac Flynn is set to kick off going from the right to, from our right to the left. He pooches a little kick to the right side short and is picked up and returned and he beats a couple tacklers. And Cormick is the last one and is able to knock him out of bounds right at about the 52-yard line. But there's a flag thrown 52-yard line. There's no 52-yard line. I'm not going to laugh at that. You can laugh at me. That's fine. I was too busy watching the yellow flag. That would be, in case uh, you guys are wondering out there, a football field doesn't actually have a 52-yard line. That would actually be the 48-yard line. Uh, either way, there was a flag thrown, naturally, 
why not start with the flag? That's how we've done the rest of this game. And uh, the Titans kick return by their third or second row guy in their kick return that would have gone for about 30 yards now gets brought back, and the Titans are going to take over first and 10 from their own 30-yard line to start the third quarter here, the second half. And we've got Dylan Ory at quarterback, and the referee, we've got an equipment timeout. And send them out there, right tackle, something with his equipment. I don't know what happened there, but he's missing something. we got to fix something. So, here we go. We're starting back up. Dylan Moore is a quarterback. Shotgun formation. Darius Dickerson, tailback behind him. Here comes Cole Troxel underneath. He gets a handoff underneath, and he gets a big hole, and then it's, ah, again, wrapped up by Aiden Parkins, but missed. But then it's taken down by Cormac Flynn, Jacob McElwee. Uh, 54 is Peyton Crane taken down, but not before he gets how many yards was that, Dan? 18-yard gain. 18-yard gain. Uh, the bad news for the Titans is Darius Dickerson is down uh, back where they started. The trainer is out to attend to him. He looks to be in some pain. He's sitting up. Uh, his back's to us. I can't really see. It looks like something on his right leg maybe. Hard to tell, but the trainer's out checking him out. He was kind of rolling back and forth, punching the ground at first like he was in some pain. Yeah, that was uh, another missed tackle, although they still would have had a first down, but it, they could have saved a few yards there. But uh, got to wrap them up. Just hitting them is not good enough. you got to wrap them up. And grab some, we say grab some cloth, grab something. Uh, we had a guy that kind of dove at him in the backfield, uh, but couldn't get there. And then, like I said, he came around the right-hand side. And again, just had a missed tackle. Maybe, maybe he's just cramping. I'm going to bet he's got a cramp. As hot as it is, if you're not I'm drinking enough fluids. Yeah, the truth is, I'm surprised we haven't seen any other cramps. So he's walking off on his own accord here, a little limp to him. So we're assuming this is a cramp. He's going to come over and get that worked out. That's number two, Darius Dickerson for uh, the Titans. Yeah, unfortunately, he could go drink a gallon of water now, and it won't help us cramp it today. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll help him tomorrow. Get a, get a banana. Get some electrolytes, stretch that thing out. So first and ten here, Weathersfield, uh, Anilon Weathersfield with a, a big play there to get a first down. they got first and ten now from the room, 48. It's not the 52, it's the 48-yard line, Dad. And you yeah. should know that. I did. I mean, I didn't say either. <laughs> Dylan Ory's got two halfbacks this time, one on each hip. Takes the handoff to the one on the left, gives it to Cole oh, on the right, and there's a good tackle there by number 60. Oh, they got in the way. 66, which is uh, uh, Matt Holmes in for a big tackle there. A couple other guys come in to finish it off, and Matt Holmes stops him dead in his tracks for about a one-yard uh, loss there. Two-yard loss? I think they're calling it one. A one-yard loss. It's going to be second and 11 for the Titans. That's at least the second time, if not the third. He's hit somebody square up like that, looping back and wrapped him up. That's yeah, exactly what they all need to do. Dead in his tracks here. So good job by there by Matt uh, Matt Holmes for United Red Storm defense. And we got another, well, we're going to call timeout here. So we had a little confusion there. It looks like maybe for the Titans on how they were lining up. And anyone with us will take the Tinkins electric timeout. Looking for an electrician contractor you can trust? Call Tinkins Electric at 
3034. We're going to take a quick 30-second break. You're listening to United Red Storm Football on WRAM 1330, 94.1 FM. Welcome back to United Red Storm Football here in Kiwami. The Red Storm are facing off against the Titans of Anawan Weathersfield, trailing 26 to 6 with 10 minutes and 55 seconds left in the third quarter. The Red Storm are on defense here as the Titans have a second and 11 from their own 48-yard line. It's in Troxel in motion underneath from right to left. He takes a handoff from Dylan Orr. He's got a little bit of space and some blockers. Makes one guy miss and is brought down on the far side by Aiden Parkins after what's going to be about an eight, uh, seven to eight-yard game here, I'm guessing. Setting on the spot. He's brought down at the uh, 46-yard line. Six-yard game, I think. On the other side. Uh... So based on the fact that he started seven, yeah, seven-yard game. So we're gonna have third and four here. Third and four for the Titans. Another big play here. Unfortunately, we haven't really seen the short of the kickoff. We have not seen a kicker for Weathersfield. Anyone Weathersfield? A punter. So, yeah, that's what I mean. So uh, I think they've, I'd say this is a big play, and it is. But I think they're gonna have to get two stops. This might be a delay game. Yep, delay game on the Titans here. They don't get the playoff in time. So There's going to be a five-yard penalty. That's another another silly mistake. I'm telling you that that sliding game is lots of early mistakes. Both teams are actually a little bit sloppy today. Yep. Making mistakes when they start to move the ball a little bit. They rough go. I mean, this is what we're talking about, where you just feel like you get a like if you're Animal Weathersfield there, you get some game. You get a game. You get a few yards. You get some positive game, and then you get a call back for a, uh, a delay of game. Or before that, you had to call a timeout because you weren't. I mean, it's the same thing on both sides. Right. Here comes Troxel again, right to left in motion underneath. Or he keeps it. He's looking for a deep pass. And AJ Chinks has got this red, and he just can't get to it. Good defense there by A.J. Jinks. He was actually he was out further than the receiver. Yeah, the receiver had no chance of catching no. that. Yeah, I'm honestly, it looked like Dylan Murray was maybe trying to throw it to A.J. Jinks based on how those guys were out there. And uh, A.J. just couldn't get up enough speed to reach out and grab that and pick it off. But actually, as it turns out, I made the comment, now we're going to see a punt out of the Titans here now. You know, I'm, I hate to say this, but I watched for a fake. You never know. Oh, right. That's right, right, right. They were going for it on fourth Let's, down earlier. Here we go. Farther Who's back to receive that? Uh, I think it's Abel Wilson, actually. Abel Wilson may be back deep to receive this punt. And it is kicked away. It's a decent kick. Abel's got to run it down quite a bit, and it bounces towards the end zone. He's going to pick it up and try and take it to the left. He right, trips him up, and he stays on his feet to get a few more yards out of it. And to be quite honest, that turned out pretty good. You never know when you pick it up like that. Now there's a flag. Another late flag. Um, I don't know. Did he think maybe that kid was taunting him? I don't know. What. There was a United player that I believe got laid out on that and uh, was just laying on the ground. And a Titans player came over there, but it actually looked like he helped him up. But they threw a flag. Now that. Nobody's noticed yet, but the Titans have another player that's just sitting on the field in the back here, number 69. Uh, or 59, maybe. Matthew Sidney. Now he's getting up. Oh, it is going against United. He pointed. 
Uh, the refs are talking to Coach Milroy here. It is going against United. I'm not sure. Well, I'm not sure what it was. But the yard I mean, was kind of odd. It was only like a... Is there something because he was laying on the ground like that? Like a 10-yard penalty. I don't know what... Like a... Del- I don't know. I'm not you, sure what you, it was. You got me... Uh, uh, I'm stuck here. I don't know what that was. Ladies and gentlemen, if, if you're listening, I apologize. We're not describing this well because I'm not sure what that penalty was. I believe it was Cormac Flynn kind of got laid out on that play, and it appeared like he was laying on the ground for a minute trying to get his wits about him. And a couple players gathered around him, mostly United guys. There was a Titans player that looked like he came up and ended up being one of the guys to help him up. And the next thing you know, there's a, uh, I mean, there was a flag thrown in there somewhere, and the Red Storm were backed up. So now they're going to get first and ten from from their own nine-yard line. After a good three and out, they force a three and out. They get a punt, and now again we have another penalty to kill some momentum. So here goes Jinx, quarterback, hands it off to the right side, and he's met at the line of scrimmage. I couldn't see who he handed it off to. Was it Parkins? That was Jacob McAlee. And another flag. There's another flag long after the play is over. That was I mean, this is, Cormick. this is long after the play is I over. I think Cormick said something. Nope. It is against them. The ref's talking to Cormick Flynn. But this one's going to go against the Titans. I mean, for a first game of the year, is that the fourth? Oh, at least. At least the fourth dead ball penalty. So United's taking a penalty there. So moving forward, they're going to get a first down out of this. It's going to be first and ten from their own 25 now. It sounds like those penalties are because of foul language. Foul language. So... Kids, they're flagging them because they can't keep their mouth. Keep your, keep your potty mouth to yourself. McAlee to the right, up the middle. For a couple-yard game, looks like. I believe so. That was McAlee again. About a two-yard gain on that. He went from the left uh, side of A.J. Jinks, took the handoff over the right guard, right tackle area. Got about a two-yard gain. It's going to be second and eight for the Red Storm from their own 27-yard line now. Second and eight. A couple penalty took him back. Another penalty brought him forward. And uh, let's see. We've got Cormac Flynn split wide to the left. Aiden Parkins is in the slot on the left. A.J. Jenks courts the quarterback with McAlee in the backfield with him. He fakes the handoff to McAlee. Throws a quick pass to Abel Wilson to the right. He tries to catch the edge and is brought down by number 24, and number eight, I believe that's Dylan Ori out there. Twenty-four is number is uh, Coy McKibben uh, by the Titans, who bring him down after about a one-yard gain. So after a run up the middle by McAlee, oh, a couple yards. He got a couple yards out of that. I apologize. And then a quick pass to Abel Wilson. The Red Storm are sitting about third and six. Third and six here. Uh, we've got Flynn to the left, Parkins to the left. McAwee in the backfield. 
The fake handoff, he's looking pass all the way, and it's picked off, thrown short into a bunch of traffic, and picked off by number two, which is Darius Dickerson, who just had a cramp, and now looks like he might be cramping up again as he's kind of holding still right there where he caught that. But that was a uh, pass into some traffic there and a short pass, and there were, I mean, there were two Titans there that could have caught that. Uh, it's kind of a pillar in the way a little bit for me, but Dickerson came up with that interception. And uh, he's going to come out now again. Looks like he might still be struggling with that cramp. He keeps holding up here. But the Titans are going to take over first and 10 now from the Red Storm 35. Once you get one of those cramps, it's hard to get rid of it for a while. He wants to keep coming back, that's for sure. And here we go again with a couple plays and a couple penalties. A play and a penalty. I mean, we just can't get anything going one way or the other on uh, offense, defense. It doesn't matter. We're just trying to get some some momentum going on one side. It's seven minutes and 43 seconds left in the third quarter. United trails 26-6. The Titans have first and 10. Dylan Moore in the backfield. Hands it off to number 20. And he is shut down immediately and driven backwards by the Red Storm defense. Number 20 for the Titans is Ashton Potter. He took that handoff in the absence of Darius Dickerson, who we believe is struggling with some cramps in his uh, left leg, it looked like. Uh, United kids showed some excitement on that play. They took him for a four-yard home. Well, let's say it's a five-yard loss. Five-yard loss, and then they drove him back further than that. I mean, that's forward progress right. there. Um, but they did a good job of getting on them there and driving them back. See if they can pick up the intensity here a little bit. Again, Dylan Orr's in the shotgun. He's got Ashton Potter again on his right hip. A couple receivers split to his right and one to his left. They're on the left hash. A low snap. He fumbles it a bit, but he's able to pick it up and roll to the right. He's still looking to pass, and the pass is knocked down um, by Abel Wilson. There wasn't really a receiver out there. Number five, I believe, was the intended receiver, which is, Mason Heitzler, well, and they got tripped up on the way over. I think three and five ran into each other. Yeah, he got tripped up on his out route there, and uh, when the quarterback threw it, there wasn't a receiver there. Abel Wilson was actually the closest one to it, trying to track it down and pick that off, but wasn't able to do that. So third and 15 now for the N1 Weathersfield Titans from their own uh, 40-yard line here. Not their own 40-yard line, United's 40-yard line. Third and 15, same formation here. Or he takes it, he rolls straight to his right, he's looking to pass again. Now he's going to keep it and tuck it and run. And he's able to get quite a few yards there. And is brought out of bounds, forced out of bounds. And what looks to be the 27-yard line, he's short of the first down. Maybe the 28-yard line. So he's about three yards shy of the first down. So it's going to be fourth and three for the Anwan Weathersfield Titans from United's 28-yard line. Fourth and three. We're going to go for it here, clearly. This is, as you would say, four-down territory. Dylan Ory, again, quarterback. He's got Ashton Potter, but straight behind him is a tailback. Oh, and his little miscommunication, and he is... Eaten up in the backfield by number 66, which is Matt Holmes, I believe. 
Well done by the Red Storm defense. The uh, Ashton Potter was a tailback there. He went to the right. Dylan Ory turned to the left. There was nobody there. And that miscommunication, he turned around. Honestly, even if he had handed it off to the left, that was where Matt Holmes was coming. He would have made that tackle on a, uh, if they'd have handed it off, too. Um, but there we get a turnover on downs again by the Red Storm defense. That was a seven-yard loss. Good, good play. Um, by the Red Swarm there. Now maybe we can get a little defensive momentum and turn that into some offensive momentum here. A.J. Jinks comes on again, junior quarterback, starting this year for the first time, replacing Declan Flynn, who graduated. He's got number 22, Jacob McElwee, in there as his uh, running back. Number 38, Abel Wilson and Colin Jinks are split to the right. Aiden Park is in corner to Flynn. Ah, corner Flynn to the left, and Jinks. There's a snap is high to his left, goes over his left shoulder, and Jinx has to just dive on it. Uh, no chance to pick it up there. Has to dive on it to save that play. And so here we go again with what could have been some defensive momentum. Ten-yard loss. Hold to a complete halt by a ten-yard loss. And now a timeout called by the Red Storm here with 6.14 left to play in the third quarter. We are going to take a 30-second timeout ourselves here. This is the Tinkins Electric timeout. Looking for an electrician contractor you can trust. Call Tinkins Electric at 335-3034. You're listening to United Red Storm Football on WRAM 1330, 94.1 FM. Welcome back to United Red Storm Football on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. United has taken them all over on downs and then had a 10-yard loss on a missed snap. So they are uh, first, second down and 20, and Aiden Barkins actually took that snap direct. Right. He was lined up as the quarterback with two running backs who was left and right. I did not see who the running backs were, but Aiden Barkins took that snap directly and ran to the left and was able to get 11 yards out of it. So a little mix-up here, a little change-up by the offense. Uh, and we're going to see some more of that. A.J. Uh, Jinks is lined up in the slot position on the left-hand side. Aiden Parkins is that quarterback, and he's got Cormac Flynn on his right hip and Aiden Park. I mean, sorry, J- Jacob McElwee on his left hip. So a different lineup here, some different positions. Aiden Parkins, again, taking the snap. And the shotgun snaps a little low. Parkins keeps it. He finds a hole, cuts up the middle, that. drags the player another five yards and gets enough for a first down as Aiden Parkins right now in those two plays is putting the red storm on his back and carrying him to a first down almost to the 50-yard line. Another 10-yard gain. Two big gains there by Aiden Parkins. We like to see this down. This seems like a little fire out of Aiden Parkins. Maybe he can get the rest of this team fired up and keep them moving. Good Good call there on Coach Milroy when they call that timeout to shift it, uh, change the uh, the positions a little bit, get it to a different look to the Titans. It, it appears to have confused the Titans. Yeah, Parkins again takes a direct snap, and he's just going to follow and go to the right this time. And it can't. I mean, he is a slippery son of a gun. He had another guy hang on to him where it would have been about a two-yard game and slips off of him and turns it into a four-yard game. And so United's now got second down and six to go. Now from the 48-yard line of the Titans. So we've uh, flipped the field on them. We've gotten back to the Titans' side of the field. 
not only does he have his offensive line in front, the two guys beside him are blocking. Yeah, I mean, Aiden is basically taking a snap, letting McElwee and Flynn block for him, and that's finding a hole. And here he goes to the left, breaks the tackle again, breaks another. Oh, that one kept on his ankle, but 20 of yards for uh, another flag after the play. Are you kidding me? This is getting to be a little bit unbearable, guys. And I'm not, that's not the rest. I'm just saying, generally speaking, as somebody watching this game, every time, I mean, here we go. United's finally getting some momentum. Well, that's against Titans. At least that one's against the Titans this time, but an unsportsmanlike conduct there <coughs> against the Inland Weathersfield Titans. So, what was uh, how much of the game was it? 18 yard gain. Now, with the penalty tacked on, is going to put United well within scoring range here. And all of this momentum here on offense caused by basically uh, switching Aiden Parkins and A.J. Jinx. And I think every one of these plays has been snap them all to Aiden, let Cormick and McAwee go out and block for you, find a hole, make offensive. That's going to be a false start. That time the snap was a little slow. Cormick or Cormick Flynn jumped one or the other, and we're going to get a false start. So those ten yards they got, they just got five yards back. It'll be first and fifteen from their own, uh, from the twenty yard line. We're still in good position here. Good position to force it down the field. They've had ten at least ten yard gains in the last what three plays. Oh, all right. Aiden Parkins again at quarterback, takes a snap, finds, looking for a hole, cuts to the right, cuts up the field. Gosh, he's good at that. And gains another seven yards, it looks like. Six or seven yards out of that. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Another cramp. There's a Titans player down now. He got up and went down. I'm guessing maybe another, another uh, cramp. But Parkins on that play, I mean, he's taking the direct snap. He's letting Cormick and McElwee go up and walk, and then he's basically just surveying for a hole. And that time, he started to shoot to the right edge, and as he saw two defenders coming in front of him, he just planted and went straight up the field, shot through some defenders, and turned what could have been a loss into a three-yard gain here. Seven-yard gain. Oh, yeah, they were five back. Seven-yard gain. So Aiden Parkins right now is, is, again, I said it a minute ago, but right now he is carrying this Rensselaer team on his back towards this end zone, trying his best to get some momentum going. I think this uh, this is uh, 50, 59. 59 at 70. Yeah, same, same guy. Yeah. Had a cramp earlier. It's Matthew Sintney. We already talked about that. Once you yeah. hit one, it's hard to stay away from him. Matthew Sintney was down with a cramp right there. They worked him out. He's coming off the field here to try and get it worked out a little bit. Down to the 13-yard line now. Coming back on the field, we've got three minutes and 53 seconds left in this third quarter. Score still the same, 26-6. The Titans on top. Aiden Parkins is at quarterback with Cormac Flynn and Jacob McElwee. He takes a direct snap, looks, surveys the field for a hole, cuts one way, cuts back, heads up the field, and takes, again, what could have been a loss and turns it into what looks to be uh, maybe a six-yard game. Five yard. I mean, the third and three now. You got them all the way down. Six yard game. All the way down to the seven yard by now. Third and three from the seven. Same formation. 
Low snap. Barkley was still able to pick it up. He's got some room on the right. Oh, he's got to cut back again. And then is brought down. This time he's only able to get a yard or two, it looks like. Um, but after a, a, a rough snap that is on the ground that he picks up, he was still able to go forward and get. Oh, he got close. Wow, they got a lot closer than I thought. That. Are they going to measure this? They maybe should, based on where the chain guy's putting it. Nope, now he's telling them about, about six inches. He's giving them the, the finger-to-finger measurement there, fourth and inches here, fourth and inches. So you got to think they're going to do the same thing. Well, I mean, he hasn't lost any yards yet. Oh, no, they're going to pitch it to Cormick to the left. He's going to go around the left-hand side and get into the end zone for a touchdown. Good play by the Red Storm, who are able to score. There are no flags. Dad, that is a sustained drive. Yes, it was. I, I, I'm not sure, but something about changing the offensive setup confused Hanawan Weathersfield for a little while, and and it worked. I mean, this is exactly what we were looking for. I mean, where where did they start that? You have that somewhere where they oh, started that? No. I mean, they that was after the punt, right? So it was all the way down. No, it wasn't a punt. It was a turnover on downs. Okay. It was about the 20-yard line. There's a... So United scores. 26-12 to 12 now is the score. They're lined up for the two-point conversion. Parkinson's still a quarterback. They're going to do what they have been. Parkinson's looking left, and he cuts up, and I think he got in. Yeah, that's good. There's another flag. Where? Group came in from the right side, right to the middle. Of the field. Uh, it's going to be a holding. Yeah. Holding. So... Another two-point conversion that is good. Now brought back with a holding call. Two minutes, 30 seconds left in the third quarter. Two-point conversion. The attempt is good. There's a holding penalty. The Titans are coming off the field. What's happening here? Is somebody calling timeout? I'm not sure what's going on. The Red Storm is staying on the field. Now they're coming off. The penalty must okay. after. So they took the penalty away, and instead they're just calling it a no-good two-point conversion. So that's going to bring a score for the Red Storm. That's going to take the score down to 26-12, to 12, again with two and a half minutes left in the third quarter. Uh, United now is able to, to actually get somewhat of a sustained drive. We still had a couple penalties that kind of stalled it out. But they're able to make a shift after a timeout. They substitute and they shift and put Aiden Parkins in a quarterback and move A.J. Jinx to receiver. And, I mean, the only play they ran that whole time was snap to Aiden and run. Until the touchdown. Until the last time they had fourth and inches and they snapped it to Aiden and he pitched it to Cormick to the left who ran it in for about a six-yard touchdown uh, on the left-hand side. But to that point, Aiden did all the work. And I'm not sure that they were even calling the side for those. I think they gave it, they snapped it to Aiden, said Corbin, or Cormick and um, Jacob McAuley block, and Aiden yeah. find a spot to run. Like, right, right. But it worked. Aiden's pretty good at changing direction pretty quick. And now they've shifted to Aiden Parkins is going to kick. Why are you giving Cormick a break? Because he did have a cramp. So all there. touchdowns are sponsored by Robert Thompson Trucking for all your rock, sand, dirt, and green hauling needs. Call. Robert Thompson trucking at 768-2697, and they kicked what looks to be a little bit of an onside kick, uh, but it is recovered by the Titans right at the 50-yard line. 
on the right except for the fact that it didn't bounce. Kick well, it right at him. He just uh, happened to catch it. Sometimes that's the best way, those big linemen on the front line. You kick it right at him. Uh, so Titans are going to take over on the left hash right at the 50-yard line. Uh, they are winning 26-12. to 12. The Red Storm just scored on a long uh, drive that they finally were able to put some points on the board. There are two minutes and 29 seconds left now in this third quarter. Uh, Illinois is in at quarterback. Uh, Darius Dickerson is back in at tailback. Troxel's in the slot on the left. Hornback is in the slot on the right. Here comes Troxel underneath in motion. This comes the handoff, and we got another flag. My assumption false is start. it's going to be a false start here. Yep. False start on the Titans. It's going to back them up five yards. Remain first down. First and 15 now from the room 45. Well, the penalties are just going crazy. They are piling up, that's for Both sure. Both teams have a lot of things to work on this week to clean that up. Piling up the penalty yards here. All right, Titans are lining back up here. Same formation. Troxel again is in the slot on the left. Here he comes in motion underneath. Take the handoff. It's fumbled. On the, it's fumbled again. It's picked up by the Red Storm on a fumble. He fumbled the, the snap. Then he fumbled the handoff. And who was it that recovered that? 43? He's coming off hopping around. Connor Elliott, was he the one that recovered that? I think it was. 43, Connor Elliott recovers, recovers the fumble. So United, a little offensive momentum, a turnover on defense. We like to see a little shift here. Keep it going now. Be smart. Don't get any penalties here. Run some offense. Get some yards. Keep this momentum going. First and ten from the 40-yard line. A good opportunity here to get another six points on the board for the Red Storm if they can get another offensive drive here. Parkins takes the snap. He's looking for a hole. Ends up cutting right up the middle. Escapes two guys. Bounces to the right. Bounces to the edge. He gets the corner and is pushed out of bounds after about a 14, 15-yard gain. Another big gain out of Aiden Parkins. Man, he is turning nothing into something all over the field tonight. I mean, he had two guys on him in the backfield, and he split him. Bounced to the right, bounced to the right again before he was finally tackled out of bounds. All the way up at the, where did he end up, the 20-yard line? line? So that's a four, uh, a 20-yard game, right? I thought he was 15. a little more. A 15-yard game. First and 10 now for the Red Storm. Parkinson, this time he gives it to Cormac Flynn, who bounces himself to the left, cuts out the field, and gets a good gain himself after a handoff from Aiden Parkins. So a little change up there. That's good. Keep him on their toes a bit. And Cormac's able to turn that handoff into a nine-yard gain. Almost ten, nine-and-a-half yards. And he's close to that first down. So another big play out of not an offense there. Good run by Cormac to the left. Amazing how sometimes just a little shift in personnel yep. and things start to click. So Parkins again taking the snap. This time he gives it to Cormick again. He tries to go up the middle and is snagged by the jersey. But I think he was able to spin and, and fall forward enough to get the first down. He only needed yep. to get across the signal. Yep, there's a signal. So it's first it's gonna be first and goal for the Red Storm from their own, from the ten yard line. So here we go. We feel a little momentum rolling. This is what it feels like to be on a roll. 
First and goal from 10. Parkins, the quarterback, Lynn and McElwee on his hips. He keeps it again. He's looking. Oh, he slipped. He was heading right, and he went to cut left a little bit, and his right leg just went right out from underneath him. And for the first time, he only gained a yard. He slipped and gained a yard. I mean, he slipped, right. and he got positive yards. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is the night he's having. I'm going to trip, and I'm going to get positive yards. Yep, he got off to a slow start, but, boy, he sure woke up here in the third quarter. Yeah, second and nine now. Parkins takes this. Oh, bad snap, but he picks it up, and he's heading right. Makes another guy miss and still gets positive yards out. Gosh, he got to about the two-yard line on that. I don't know what happened on this. I cannot see uh, well enough to see what happened on that snap, but it landed. I don't think the ball ever got to him. It yeah, like it, was like, it landed short and to the left and bounced off somebody, I think, and Parkins was able to run over, pick it up, then run back to the right, six get yard the edge, game. and get a six-yard game, and now have third and goal from the three as the clock. Are they going to get one? they got one more off here as the clock runs out. He's going to the right. He's wrapped up, spins out of it, stays on his feet. Oh, the ball came out. Oh, the ball came out. As right. the clock runs out, trying to... Uncover the pile here, and it'll be fourth down. Why they not call fourth down? So they got it back. That is the end of the third quarter, ladies and gentlemen. As the Red Storm get a little bit of momentum going here, the third quarter ends. It's going to be fourth and goal from the still calling at the three-yard line here. I thought he gained some yards out of that. I thought he's closer. No, I no, think ball on the one. Fourth and goal from the one as we switch into the fields. We're going to take a quick break here. Uh, between the quarters, and we'll be back with some more United Red Storm football. Come back for an exciting fourth quarter, folks. You're listening to Red Storm football on WRM 1330, 94.1 FM. Welcome back to United Red Storm football, folks. we got an exciting one going here. Uh, as we begin this fourth quarter, the Red Storm have taken the ball, driven down, scored, uh, uh, gotten the ball back on a recovered fumble, and now pushed it down. They are fourth and goal from the one-yard line here, getting ready, trying to put another six points on the board. Aiden Parkins is in at quarterback. He's got McAwee and Cormac Flynn on his hips. He takes a snap. He's looking for a hole, and he's met in the backfield, and that one, for once, he is not going to be able to escape. For the guy that has put the team on his back for the last quarter, he was not able to, not able to escape that one, the Titans finally found an answer and stopped him shy of getting positive yards. This is the kid that a couple plays ago basically slipped and fell forward a yard. Like That's how the game, that quarter was going for him, but this time they, they swallowed him up in the backfield. So United's going to turn it over on downs. Now, I know with, uh, they failed to score, but they've got them back on the one-yard line. So yep. now's when that defense needs to step up, get that extra push, and try to get a safety out and get the ball back. Yeah, for the first time in the game, I feel like there's some momentum. Right. I feel like United's got some Despite getting right. stomped right there, I still feel like they've got some momentum. A big the defensive deep. play here can surely be a big stop. Help. So, Dylan or, or, uh, yeah, Dylan Ory is quarterback, Darian Dickerson. Hornback shifts across in front of him. They're going to hand it off to Darius Dickerson. He bounces right, and he's met at the line of scrimmage and brought down pretty quickly. Okay. No gain on that, it looks like. So it's going to be second down and 10. 
Yeah, they maybe gave him a yard. Oh, they lost a yard. You know, I lost a yard. So second and ten from the two. They're on the one already. Yeah, they're on the two. Second and ten, either way, for the second and ten for the Titans. No game there. Big stop. Second and ten from their own one-yard line, I guess. Two-yard line, wherever they're at. They're backed up. They give it back to Darius Dickerson, and he's tackled again after a short game. Another quick tackle by the Red Storm. A good defensive stop there. Cormac Flynn comes up. I think he got a yard. Hobbling a little. Hobbling a little that time. I don't know if he's cramping. I maybe just fixing his shoe. So now we got third down and eight. Big play right here. As they gain the yard. I mean, you got to think if they don't get this, they're punting from here, right? Oh, sure. I mean. Now, early in the game, I, I wouldn't have put a pass in to go for him, but this is a big play here. Now, they're going to have to split two guys to the right. They got one out to the left. Darius Dickerson's in the backfield, and they got Horn back at the right wing. Snap, fake, quarterback keeps Ori to the right. He gets the edge, and he gets up the field enough for a first down for about a 12- or 13-yard game. A good run there by Dylan Ori, but dang it, you wanted that stop. Good job by Dylan Orr, the quarterback there. He bellied he bellied the fake handoff to uh, number two, Darius Dickerson, to the right, and then kept it himself, pulled it out of his gut, and uh, ran to the right. He was able to shoot through a seam and get about 12 or 13 yards. So now they're going to have first and 10. Still good field position for United if they can get a stop. They're, uh, they're on their own 16-yard line here, first and 10. United defense needs to keep stepping up here and getting some stops and make a quick shift here at the line of scrimmage. They're coming up. Watch the play. Here's the snap. Hand off to go. Dickerson, and he's tackled in the backfield for the loss of about a yard or two. He was tackled by Colin Jenks. Yeah, number 21, Colin Jenks makes the tackle on that play. A good tackle in the backfield by the defense for a two-yard loss, putting the Titans back at their own 14-yard line. And now with a second down and 12 to go, with 9.20 left in the fourth quarter. Again, United is trailing 26-12 to 12 right now. Yeah, the clock is going to be the enemy now. Yeah, I mean, the Titans, I mean, unless they're really stacked up, they ought to be running the ball all the time. They, they want that clock to keep running. Comes Troxel in motion, a low snap, and we got flags again. False start, maybe. Yeah, based on how early that was. Yep, false start. So Titans backing himself up another five yards. I mean, we are seeing a lot of a lot of first game and young mistakes in this game. Lots of false starts, uh, unsportsmanlike for like foul language and things. It's just sloppy. And both teams have shot themselves in the foot quite a bit here. Yeah, there could be some extra sprints around this week for the. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them. <laughs> Second and, uh, what, 18, 17 for the Titans here. They are backed up on their own, what, eight-yard line or so. Second down. About nine minutes left in uh, the fourth quarter. He's looking pass right. Dylan is pass right. Decent protection. Overthrows his receiver, and it's an incomplete pass to the right. So we're going to go to third and long here. Third and long for the Anaheim Weathersfield Titans from their own 17-yard line. Third and long with 
eight minutes and 37 seconds left in the game here in the fourth quarter. So another huge stop here for United. Yeah, it's actually third and 17 from the nine-yard line. I read the scoreboard long. long number. <laughs> read the numbers backwards. In case here's that half major again. You guys listening don't know this, but every time to see the scoreboard, I have to tip forward on my stool and look around the corner to see the scoreboard here. Here we go. Big play for the Red Storm. Third and long. We'll just call it third and long. Or he takes a snap, shotgun snap. He's rolling to his left. He's looking to pass. He throws it way out of bounds, incomplete. No flags. I mean, I hate to get excited until we make sure there's no flags tonight. No flags. So we're going to have fourth and long, and it looks like they're sending out the punt team. So the defense has done its job. After uh, failing to get a fourth and inches, or fourth and one, uh, for a touchdown, uh, the Red Storm defense has come through. be nice to see him run a punt back for a touchdown, wouldn't it? Yeah, talk about some momentum. So who's back? Abel Wilson Abel back Wilson. to receive this. Now the last kick, if it was the same kid, he, he was a decent punt. He could do that. Abel Wilson can run one back. So Colin Hornback, I believe, is back to kick it. Here's the kick. It's short enough. It's going to bounce. And good job. Abel Wilson's just going to run away from that. Good job there. We'll get smart decision on Abel Wilson's part. You want to be a hero there and run something back, but it was short. You don't want to give up field position or take a risk that you don't need to, and he lets that roll to a stop. We're going to take a quick 30-second break as uh, the Titans have another person down with a cramp, I believe. We'll take a quick 30-second break as we switch possessions here. We'll be back for more United Red Storm football on WRM 1330, 94.1 FM. Welcome back to United Red Storm football here in Kiwana, Illinois, on this uh, fall season uh, opener here for the Red Storm. They are trailing the Anawan Weathersfield Titans 26-12 to with 8 minutes and 20 seconds left. Uh, they just forced a 3-and-out, and the Titans were forced to kick basically from their own end zone, and United has taken over 1st and 10 from the 40-yard line, and the first play from the line of scrimmage just snapped over the head of Parkins, and he has had to just run back and dive on it, and that is a 5, 10, 15-yard loss on that. I mean, that that snap soared, <laughs> soared over their heads. And uh, that momentum we had, we just put ourselves in, in a huge hole here now with second and 26. Second and 26. Parkins again. Oh, and he dropped another snap. And that one, I'm not sure he got that one back. He picked, he picked it up and had possession of it when he was on the ground. No signal yet. Oh, they gave, they gave it back. They gave it back. So they lost another few yards. I mean, that one, that that uh, snap was a little high again, and Parkins went right through his fingers. So we go from this momentum. So now we're looking at third, and it's more than 26 to go. Third and like 30. Third and 30. There we caught the snap, pitched the flint to the right. He cuts up the field, escapes a couple tackles. He's trying to get to the right, cuts back, and is brought down at the 41-yard line, at their own 41-yard line. And now I believe he might have a cramp as he kind of squirms, squirms around on the ground. 
Trina's out to check on him. Coaches are out to check on him. Can't tell. I mean, I assume it's a cramp, but they're not necessarily stretching it out. They're actually kind of messing with his... Yeah, maybe they're stretching it out a little bit. So how about this for a turn of events, Dad? You get what seems to be some momentum going. You get a big three and out on defense. First and ten, good field position. You're down uh, 14. And then you miss three snaps. I think they're getting worn out. This kind of heat and humidity can take its toll on you pretty quick. And you know that they first game out, they cannot be conditioned to get enough for that. Now, Cormick is actually getting help off the field. He is not putting any weight on that left foot, the left uh, leg. It could just I'm be a, being pretty ginger about that. So I hope, I honestly, I hope it's just a cramp. Hope it's just a cramp and not an injury of some type. But he is making it slowly across the field here with some help. United's coming back out on the field here. We've still got Aiden Parkins in at quarterback. Uh, Jacob McElwee's in the backfield with him. Number three, Derek Sargent is actually in in the slot now. And we've got Jinx. Uh, Wilson and the other Jinx in at wide receivers, I believe. And there's a short pass, but it's thrown short to Abel Wilson. And that's going to be a turnover on downs. The Anawan Leathersfield Titans are going to take over at their uh, at the 45-yard line of the Red Storm. This is interesting. They are taking the ball over further down than they punted it. Right, right. Well, that happens when you have some bad snaps, <laughs> I mean, their punt was short of that. I mean, the, all part of the game. I mean, this is 20 yards further than the punt. Uh, but Weathersfield's taking it over, first and 10, from the 45-yard line. 6.46 left in the game. They're short of player. And we're going to be timeout as the Titans are short of player here, so... We will also take a Tinkham's Electric Electric timeout. Looking for an electrician contractor you can trust. Call Tinkham's Electric at 335-3034. We'll be back in 30 seconds with more Red Storm football on WRAM 1330, 94.1 FM. Welcome back to Red Storm football here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. Uh, United has just given the ball over, uh, turnover on downs to the Animal Mothersfield Titans whom they are trailing 26-12 to 12 with 6.38 left in the fourth quarter. Uh, they just ran a play as they came out of that timeout. The Titans did, and United got called for a face mask there. And so they're going to give up 15 more yards here. And the Titans are going to have first and 10 now from the 26-yard line. As they have now, from their fourth down that they punted on, they have gained probably 50 or 60 yards without doing any of it with offense. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was defense and the snaps and then penalties. And now we have a false start. So they're going to get five back to the to the Red Storm. Any idea how many penalties 
you're at total now? Have you count? Do you have time to count them up? <laughs> well, false start on the Titans. How many? Four. Twenty-four total between the two teams. Twenty-four penalties here. Uh, I have to say I didn't miss one. Or a couple. Because I feel like it should be a lot more than 24. But that's a lot of penalties either way. First and 15 for the Titans. Dylan Ory uh, is the quarterback for the team. He's got in a shotgun formation. Uh, Darius Dickerson is his running back, tailback. Hands it off to Dickerson up the middle on the left, over the left guard, who is tripped up and stumbles forward and gets about six or seven yards. Nope. My eyeballs are weird. That's more like four yards on the play. Uh, nope, he's a little slow moving. Oh, yeah, so he was like six yards. I was right. Six yards from the play there. It's going to be second and nine for the Titans from the 24-yard line. And now we've got another timeout on the field. So I missed two calls, but we've got another timeout on the field. Again, timeout sponsored by Tickens Electric. We'll take 30 seconds. We'll be back at the end of this timeout with more United Storm or United Red Storm football on WRM 1334.1 FM. Welcome back to United Red Storm football here in Kiwana, Illinois, where the Red Storm trailed the N1 Mothersfield Titans 26-12 to with 5 minutes and 35 seconds left in the game. The Titans have the ball. They are second and nine to go from their uh, the 24-yard line. Dylan Orr is at uh, quarterback in a shotgun with Darius Dickerson on his right and Cole Troxel on his left. Low snap, hands it to Troxel, who goes to the right up the middle, and he is brought down first by Abel Wilson, I believe it was, and then Aiden Parkins finished him off. But only after he gains about seven yards. He got the eight, no, he got for, the, got the eight for the first down. So he got, the, he got a first down there. Going to move the chains here, and I'll stop the clock for a second. Times are ready to go. First and ten now from the 15-yard line. First and ten from the 15. Four now lined up at quarterback. Again, this is the first year the Titans in four years have not had Colton Quagliano at quarterback. Takes a snap, hands it off to Darius Dickerson, finds a small hole before he is wrapped up by who appears to be maybe 55, 54. Uh, Peyton Crane, who makes a tackle there after about a four-yard gain there, it looks like. You know, I do like the fact that that uh, down marker is lit up. It's a light. Right. That makes it easy to see over there. It sure does. If it wasn't, it sometimes would be hard to see, but that's kind of neat. Second and six for the Titans. Second and six from the 11-yard line. Looking to punch it in here. Add a little extra score to kind of put a nail in the coffin. Or he pulls it out of Dickerson's belly again. Tries to run up the middle and gets a decent gain there. Short for the Titans. Third and short from about the five. It's going to be third and short for the Titans. Third and short. From about the five yard line. Third and short. Three fifty two left in the fourth quarter. Warriors in the shotgun. He's got Hornback as a, a tight wing on the left and Dickerson as a tailback. 
Low snaps, hands off to Dickerson, finds the hole, gets plenty of forward momentum, is able to not just get the first down, but to put it in the end zone for another touchdown for the Titans as they get a little bit of offense going there again at the end of that series. That puts 32 on the board for the Anawan Weathersfield Titans, and United is trailing them with 12. 3.33 left in the fourth quarter. Uh, Titans now huddling up, figuring out what they're going to do for the two-point conversion. I believe they've converted one of these. Yeah, maybe two. Just one. One two-point conversion they've been successful with. The defense has done well here. He's got a running back on each hip now. I have no clue what happened there, except for the ball did not snap, and there were players going on both sides. The offensive guys flying through. There was a couple of offensive guys that went. And first, it's just a no good. Meanwhile, uh, mark it off against United. So they call it defensive offsides against United and give them half a distance to the goal. Uh, I mean, that was one of those classic plays where everybody moved except for the everybody cleared out and then the center was standing there with the ball still on the ground. Second attempt now at the two-point conversion. Same formation, running back on each hip, or he's going to take the snap from the shotgun. Hands it off to Troxel, who is hit, bounced backwards, and hit some more before being taken down behind the line of scrimmage. And so they once again fail at the two-point conversion. Uh, but they're still able to put six more points on the board and take the lead to 32-12 to over the Red Storm. There was some good gang tackling on that two-point conversion there. I wish we could have done more of that throughout the game. Yeah, I mean, I, I said it a second ago, but how many, I mean, they scored how many touchdowns now? And they've only, they tried a two-point conversion on every one of them. And they've only converted one. Uh, they failed at all the rest of them. So clearly, I mean, we've seen this in a lot of places tonight, but clearly the, the United can stop them. And they can make the stops. They forced the fourth downs. They got a three and out. They got a turnover on downs. They recovered a fumble. I mean, they've got some, they did some good stuff on defense. They just miss a few plays here. They have a few miscues on offense and give them great field position. And the Titans are able to capitalize on that field position here in this fourth quarter and tack on another six points to their lead. Reminder, all touchdowns tonight are sponsored by Robert Thompson Trucking. For all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs, call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697. And our kickoffs tonight are sponsored by Monmouth Farm and Home Realty. If you're ready to buy or sell your home, call Monmouth Farm and Home Realty at 734-6600. Check them out online at monmouthfarmandhomerealty.com. Aiden Parkins is deep for the kickoff. And the kick is just <laughs> slid to the left to about the 40-yard line on the other side. It's picked up by number 14, Hunter Hall. And uh, he tries to advance it. Maybe he got a couple yards out of it, but uh, not much of a return. But a squib kick to nowhere, basically. I mean, there was nobody there where he kicked it, which is the goal. Right, which is the goal. Just to, And it didn't go out of bounds. <laughs> I don't want that. 
Yeah, you don't want to get a penalty on it, that's for sure. So United's going to take over first and ten from their own uh, third, what's it, 34-yard line, three and a half minutes left in the game. They are trailing 32-12, to 12, so they're down 20 here. I mean, they've put a lot of points on the board in a short period of time. H.A. Jenks is back in at quarterback, and he hands it off this time to Aiden Parkins, who comes from the right halfback side over the left guard and is able to gain about four yards, it looks like, based on the referee spot. Again, they, they switched and had Aiden Parkins in a quarterback for the last few series, and we're making a lot of movement on offense. But now they've got H.J. Jinks back in the quarterback. He started there. He's back in, and he's got Parkins and McAlee on each hip here. This time he fakes it to Parkins and tries to go to the right, but it's read well by the Titans' defense and wrapped up right behind the line of scrimmage there uh, by number two, Dickerson, and three, maybe Hornback. Were they the two there to make that? I think so. 63. Uh, Aiden Early was in the area, too. Um, so good defensive play there. They didn't fall for the fake from Jinx as he tried to fake the last play that he did uh, to park him to keep it himself. So now we're at third and six. Third and six. We have uh, Wilson to the right. He hands it off to McElwee up the middle, puts his shoulder down again, runs straight forward, and is able to get. Gosh, he's only going to be about a yard or two shy of that, of that first down now. Uh, he just, man, I like him. He's a good, hard, I mean, Parkins does a great job, too, but McAlee, he's just a good, hard, hard-nosed runner. So it's going to be fourth and two now. Fourth and two. Again, Jinkson at quarterback, McAlee's on his right, Aiden's on his left. they got two receivers to the right and one to the left. Fourth and two. They're going to hand it off to McAlee again. He finds a little hole, gets enough of the first down, plus a little extra. That was Colin Jenks, 21. Oh, my bad, too. No, that's 22. Jacob McAlee. He's right there. That's uh, up out of the pile. Okay, sorry. 22, Jacob McAlee. About a four-yard, six-yard run there. First down for the Red Storm. From the full on 49-yard line, first and 10. We got a minute 25 left in the game. Jinx hands it off to Parkins. He goes up the middle, puts his shoulder down, gets a few yards before he's tackled. Number 58, it looks like, for the Titans. Uh, Arthur Pratt is in on that t- on that tackle, on that stop. Second and nine. Second and nine for the Red Storm. The uh, ball marker guy is not paying attention. He's still back at the 10. <laughs> Second and nine, 55 seconds left. There, he caught it. Jinx keeps the snap. Runs to the right. Oh, and he is not, not, yeah, that's right. going to be helmet to helmet. Troxel comes, Cole Troxel comes running in there, makes a great hit, honestly. No wrap-up, but just a great hit and puts A.J. Jinx on his back. But at the end of it, he kind of stands over him for a quick second and then walks away. And that's enough to get another sportsman-like conduct call. Uh, on the Titans. And so despite the fact that it was a good stop and a good tackle for what would have been a loss of yards because he let his emotion get the best of him there, it's going to end up being a first down for the Red Storm. I thought he was. I thought maybe it was a helmet-to-helmet contact is what they were calling. Uh, he did a good, I thought he did a good job of using his shoulder. He had his shoulder in there. Um, 
he just afterwards he stood over him for a second and uh then trying to walk away a little bit taunting you gotta get him for that every time probably they are tonight. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Just tacking on the list here. We've had enough already. First and ten for United Red Storm, then. They get a break there with a, a, a taunting call, basically. Now they're at the 35-yard line. There are 44 seconds left. They're trailing 32-12. to 12. The clock rolls. Here comes the snap to Jinx. Hands it off to Parkins. Looks for a hole in the middle. Gets wrapped up and gobbled up in a whole bunch of pile of people. And after about a four, a five-yard game there, that leaves now about 25 seconds left. So unless United rushes to get another playoff here, they're getting a play call, so they might run one more here. Or they might let it run. They're going to try and get one more off. Ten seconds left. Yeah, they're getting one more playoff. AJ takes it. Hands it off again to McElwee, who's met up the middle again. He tries to fumble it, pitch it forward, and it hits the ground, but I think they call him down anyways. Some forward progress, and that, folks, is going to end the game tonight. Here in Kiwani, final score, Anilon Weathersfield Titans 32, the United Red Storm 12, as they start their season off with a tough loss to a Titans team here at Kiwani Weathersfield High School. We are going to take a break for a couple minutes here, and we'll be back to you with our post-game show, our Lairs Collision Center post-game show. You are listening to United Red Storm Football on WRM 1330. 94.1 94.1 FM. Welcome back to United Red Storm Football and the Laris Collision Center postgame show. If you have collision damage repair, call Laris Collision Center at 734-1949. Laris Collision Center, they've got something for everyone. You are here for our postgame show. We're in Kiwani, Illinois, Kiwani Weathersfield High School, where the Anwan Weathersfield Titans have just defeated the United Red Storm 32-12 to in this 2021 fall season opener tonight. Uh, tough game at different point, but this uh, hopefully at some point uh, Coach Milroy will come up. If he does, we'll have an interview which will be sponsored by Security Savings Bank. Security Savings Bank, part of your community, part of your life. Member FDIC. Uh, Dad, a few thoughts on the game tonight before we get into some of our scoring recap. You know, I think uh, both teams started out a little slow. There was a lot of mistakes, a lot of um, I mean, fourteen turn or fourteen penalties for Anwan Weathersfield and twelve on United. That's way too many penalties. It completely disrupts the entire flow of the game. A few turnovers uh, late in the game. I think the weather took its effect. We had many kids going down with cramps. And, uh, you know, it's hot and humid that that's going to happen, but uh, there just didn't seem to be a lot of flow either way. As soon as somebody started to get some momentum, something bad would happen. And that wasn't just one-sided. Although I do believe United played much better in the second half, especially that third quarter. That third quarter was better than any of the other quarters that they played. And uh, I I think they showed some, some good signs, some good things, but they need to clean it up. Just as well as Anawan Weathersfield, they need to clean it up as well. So, yeah, I mean, if uh, if you look at the score, they tied them in the second half, right? And I think I mean, they half gained them yardage wise. Yeah, in halftime it was twenty six to six, and the final was thirty two to twelve. 
So that means the second half was 6-6. to Uh, I thought the second half, the United looked much better. Uh, They made a lot lot more defensive stops. They didn't give up some of the big plays. Uh, They made some plays on offense. They still had a lot of silly mistakes, a lot of penalties. Um, But I think at halftime you had them at eight penalties, and they had finished with 12. Yeah. So they had fewer penalties in the second half than Anawan did, Anawan Weathersfield did as well. So in most categories, United won that second half of the game. And so I think if you're Coach Milroy and you're the Red Storm, I think that's what you take out of this and you take in the next week is that you had a second half that was better. And I might add that the end of that game was a lot without Cormac Flint, who clearly is one of the, the, the key players for the Red Storm as he's involved in almost everything offensively and defensively, and they were able to do that without him. So there were a lot of players that stepped up tonight. Uh, Jacob McAlee, as a sophomore, I thought did a great job running the ball and stepping up. He made a few tackles. Um, there were just some guys that really stepped off. But let's let's get into a scoring recap. So, Dan, if you want to do the, the second half the scoring recap and what happened there, uh, we will do that. Our scores tonight, by the way. Uh, oh, no, we'll do that with the final stats to see our scoring recap. The, uh, yeah, the third quarter, really the second half, not, not nearly as much scoring. The second half, uh, third quarter, Cormac Flynn on a five-yard touchdown run with 2.30 left in the game. Uh, made the score 26-12 to in favor of Anawan Weathersfield. And in the fourth quarter, Dickerson had a five-yard run for Anawan Weathersfield to make the final score 32-12. to So it's pretty even scoring-wise, 6-6. Six to six. Yeah, a little easier to that time. Our final stats uh, brought to you by Spears & Spears Law Office. Spears & Spears, a lawyer and law firm at 201 West Broadway in Monmouth for estate planning trusts and family law, as it appears like Coach Miller might be making his way up here. Do you want to give us some final stats here? Yeah, I can, for him? I can cover this real quick. It looks like Anawan Weathersfield had uh, about 30, 31 carries for maybe 220 yards. Um, Passing-wise, first half 45 yards, second half still 45 yards. So they didn't complete anything in the second half. Um, so that really didn't change for United, showing them with 132 yards rushing but they had exactly 100 yards passing, according to my stats, and that was with only one completion. So the whole second half, only one pass was completed. Uh, so it really didn't much change it in the passing game. Uh, the big thing was the penalties today. But like I said, I think in the yardage, United, I think, outgained them in the second half, probably 2-1. to one. But they also made some penalties and lost some yardage on some bad snaps. So, yeah, lot um, Lots of back and forth there with the stats. We will come back to you in just a second with uh, our uh, player of the game and defense player of the game. But right now, we're going to get Coach Milroy on a headset here, and we'll do a quick little interview with him. Our coach's interview tonight, again, our post-game coach's interview is brought to you by Security Savings Bank. Security Savings Bank, part of your community, part of your life. Member FBIC, we got... Coach Milroy is on the headset here. He's looking at a couple stats here. He's getting from data, the unofficial statistician for the night. Coach, hey, how's it going? thanks for joining us up here tonight. I know it's a little hot and humid down here. <laughs> a little a little wet down there, too, I imagine, a lot to do, and, and humidity uh, having an effect on the game. But, Coach, I, I guess I would start with just saying uh, – how do you feel? 
I mean, it's you finally got the first game of the season underway. I mean, I know there's some some rough parts, but there's a lot of good stuff too. So, I mean, how, how do you feel coming away with this game tonight? Yeah, Phil will show a lot of that. Um, gave up what three scores in the first quarter? Four, three, yeah. three scores first quarter. Um, I don't think they scored all there till the end. You know the yeah. So yep. Um, just a tough start, you know. We, yeah. we run one back, and we have a holding on the 35-yard line and uh, come out and, and don't look very sharp offensively. Um, a little disappointed early, but uh, we, we, we sucked it up a little bit and, and defensively really stepped up. Yeah. Uh, you know, offensively, twice you can't go inside the 10 and not score twice. Yeah. Yep. You know, two so. There's two opportunities there, and then you got one that got called back. So you're talking three scores. That's the that's a the difference there. Yep. So, uh, Dad and I were talking. I mean, that, that I know that there were rough points, but the second half honestly felt pretty good. Score wise, you tied it six to six. But like you just said, with the stats and the couple scores that you missed that were yeah. close, I mean, honestly, you won the second half. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. stat wise and momentum wise, I mean, we talked a lot about how that just seemed to be. No momentum at all in this game because every time you get something going, it gets yeah. stopped by a turnover or more, more than likely a penalty of some type. Dumb penalties too. That's yeah, the most frustrating kind. But you know what? We we I've been pretty happy with what we've done up up till tonight. And uh, like I said, we you know we did some nice things. Um, you know, you meet with the boys afterwards, and we we're meeting. We got to get a few things taken care of tomorrow. And the first question sure. they said is. Can we watch film? <laughs> That's you, good. If you want to listen to what I have to say. Yeah, right, right. So, so i got to ask you, Coach, you call timeout. Uh, things are kind of, there's no momentum either way, and you come back out and you switch Jinx and Parkins, and you put Parkins at quarterback, and that's where uh, the momentum shifted. And I want to know two things. One, uh, you look like a genius because Alan Weathersfield had no clue what to do with that uh, for that entire series. And two, did you practice that, or was that something you just felt like would work? You know, uh, no, we practiced that from day one. So um, coming into this year, AJ Jinks looked like the starter. Uh, sure. But really, no backup. I mean, we just we didn't have a, a, a I don't want to say a solid backup, but it was sure. kind of like we we got to find a way to make this competition. Yeah. So right or wrong different, day one, I said, hey, uh, AJ, AP, and Cormac, y'all are taking snaps. <laughs> one third, one third, one third. Sure. And they really push each other, and they, they each bring different things to the yeah. table. Um, and we knew that. And you know what? As big of a genius as I was doing that, I kicked myself the same. Like, you know, why don't you go to that a little bit earlier? But it wasn't like we weren't moving the ball. Yeah, ball, sure. We still were moving. We weren't finishing. So yeah. it's you know, what I mean, it's it's tough. Yeah, I mean, I, I think AJ did a good job tonight. I, I I don't say that to take anything away from him and his play at the quarterback position, but it was clear that in that third quarter there, the eight momentum. Yeah, Aiden, Aiden said, I'm putting this team on my back and carrying you down the field because yeah. he was turning nothing into something. I mean, I made the joke on air about there was one play where he slipped and got a yard. Yeah. Like yeah. he slipped in the backfield and turned into positive yardage. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it was just one of those things that, that really shifted the momentum and made that second half feel real good there. So, uh, I got to ask, is it, well, Flynn, are there a lot of cramps and stuff? Is that what Flynn yeah, was saying? Rolled, rolled his ankle. There. Rolled his yeah, ankle. Okay. Yeah, um, not uh, – yeah, took a look at him, did not seem overly concerned. So, uh, I mean, I'm not downplaying. Oh, yeah, he's sure. Hurt, he's hurt. Sure, he's sure. Got a kid well, we could tell. I thought it was a cramp, but the way they yeah. took him off the field, you could tell, like, maybe it was a little more than that. Yeah. Uh, so, practice tomorrow. Or, I mean, uh, Monday, you got film night. And uh, next week, we look forward to a Saturday matchup, right? One, 
punt kick off against you have, Princeville. Do you have a score for that game? I don't. I haven't received any scores tonight, so well, I don't know. Around. I don't know. Nobody's. I got to get somebody uh, connect somewhere that'll text That's text fine. me those scores. Yeah. So Saturday one o'clock. I mean, what's you got a key to the game next week for us? I mean, I know you'll talk to Sean this week, and you probably haven't looked at it a lot because you've been focusing on yeah. uh, the Titans here tonight. But anything you want to say about next week's game before we let you go? Yeah, I'll just go John Madden here. I think if we can score more than they do, we're going to feel pretty good about what we do, right? <laughs> I, think, I think I love that plan. That's a great plan. Thanks a lot, Coach. Right, I appreciate you. Good luck this week, and we'll see you next weekend. All right, thanks. Guys, that was Coach Milroy with our uh, post-game coaches interview, uh, sponsored by Security Savings Bank. Uh, Security Savings Bank, part of your community, part of your life. Member FDIC. Uh, we are going to take a look here in just a second at our Dairy Queen Player of the Game. Dairy Queen uh, Player of the Game tonight. Uh, we'll do that to be an offensive player of the game as Dad gets his headset back from Coach Miller. Again, thanks to Coach for coming up here before we hit home with the players. Our Dairy Queen Offensive Player of the Game tonight, Dad and I talked. I think we both agreed it's going to got to be Aiden Parkins for tonight, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh... He certainly changed momentum when they started taking the snaps at quarterback there in that third quarter and marched it down the field and, and scored. So, uh, And even when he wasn't playing quarterback, he was still carrying the ball well. Yeah, Aiden, I think, like I just told, I was talking to Coach Milmore about it. I feel like in that third quarter he came out and said, I'm, let's go, guys. It's time to go. And I uh, really put him on his back. I mean, he, he played well other than that time as well. But clearly that, that, that whole series stood out as he basically marched down the field himself. So that's our Dairy Queen offensive player of the game. And now we'll take a look at our defensive player of the game brought to you by Clark and Glasgow Law Office in Monmouth, representing clients in a wide range of criminal defense matters. Visit ClarkandGlasgowLaw.com. Dad, our defensive player of the game for United? I think we got to go with Matt Holmes there on the defensive line. I know he had at least three, if not four, tackles for loss where he stuck that running back right at the line of scrimmage and pushed him back. So, uh, plus not to mention how many other plays he was in on, but he certainly stood out with those uh, tackles for loss. So, Yeah, I would agree with you on that. It seemed like uh, when when there was a big defensive play, whether it be a tackle for a loss or whatever it was, it seemed like Matt Holmes was in on that. Um, quick shout-out again. Just I, I wanted to give a quick shout-out to Jacob McElwee again. I feel like he had a great night tonight. He made some tackles himself, did a good job on offense. Uh, in the second half, I mean, it was good coaching, good playing. Like we said, I think United won that second half. 6-6 six to six was the score for the second half. But stat-wise and momentum-wise, I feel like they did a good job, and I feel like they got some stuff they can build on and go into the game next week against Princeville, uh, which is a Saturday, 1 p.m. kickoff. Uh, next weekend on September 4th. Yeah, it was certainly better than uh, better than the first half. So there was definitely some improvement. But again, they need to work on tackling. They need to wrap up. They probably could have prevented a couple of those touchdowns if they just wrap up. Tackling and penalties. Once again, you're listening to United Red Storm Football from the Victor Race Furniture Broadcast booth here in Kiwani. Our final score tonight was United Red Storm 12, Anawan Weathersfield Titans 32. We need to thank our Producer tonight, Dylan Hepner, back at the radio station. Also want to thank my dad, Ron Grant, for co-hosting tonight's game. Also, a huge thank you to the fans of United Football for tuning in to the Prairie Communications Sports Network. We'll be back next week on Saturday when United hosts its first home game of the season with a matchup against Princeville. Kickoff for that game will be 1 o'clock with the pregame show starting at approximately 1240. Until next time, you've been listening to United Red Storm Football on WRAM 13.1.